Hello, and welcome to this episode of Teens Read the Book, where we feature teenage voices reading for you the entire text of the Book of Mormon. I'm your host, McKay Nelson. At this point in our podcast series, we have covered 145 pages of the Book of Mormon and are done with the writings that were on what are called the small plates of Nephi. Today, we pick up with the Words of Mormon, which is a sort of historical note inserted by the prophet historian Mormon between the small plates and the large plates. In this short book, Mormon tells how he discovered the small plates and decided to include them with the large plates. Mormon's decision to do this clear back about 385 AD ended up solving a huge problem the Lord knew Joseph Smith would have later when he lost part of the translated work. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you really need to go look up the story of the lost 116 pages. The short book called The Words of Mormon shows how carefully the Lord was watching over how the Book of Mormon would eventually be brought forth in our day. After the Words of Mormon come the 29 chapters in the Book of Mosiah. The book starts with an incredible sermon by one of the most inspired leaders you'll ever read about, King Benjamin. Much of the rest of this book tells stories of of various groups of people moving around, establishing and defending settlements, being brought into bondage and then escaping, and all the faith-building stories they have as a result. In Mosiah, you will enjoy such Book of Mormon highlights as the prophet Abinadi's last testimony before being burned alive, Alma the Younger's apostasy and conversion after a visit from an angel, and the establishment by King Noah of a new form of government of judges instead of monarchs. There's a lot to learn in the book of Mosiah. We hope you enjoy these, re- enjoy these readings, brought to you by teens from the states of Washington to California, Utah, and a few from the east coast of the United States. <clears throat> the Words of Mormon Mormon abridges the large plates of Nephi. He puts the small plates with the other plates. King Benjamin establishes peace in the land. About A.D. 385. And now I, Mormon, being about to deliver up the record which I have been making into the hands of my son Moroni, behold, I have witnessed almost all the destruction of my people, the Nephites. And it is many hundred years after the coming of Christ that I deliver these records into the hands of my son. And it supposeth me that he will witness the entire destruction of my people. But may God grant that he may survive them, that he may write somewhat concerning them, and somewhat concerning Christ, that perhaps some day it may profit them. And now I speak somewhat concerning that which I have written. For after I had made an abridgment from the plates of Nephi, down to the reign of this king Benjamin, of whom Amalekai spake, I searched among the records which had been delivered into my hands, And I found these plates, which contained this small account of the prophets, from Jacob down to the reign of this king Benjamin, and also many of the words of Nephi. And the things which are upon these plates pleasing me, because of the prophecies of the coming of Christ, and my fathers knowing that many of them have been fulfilled. Yea, and I also know that as many things as have been prophesied concerning us down to this day have been fulfilled and as many as go beyond this day must surely come to pass. Wherefore, I chose these things to finish my record upon them, which remainder of my record I shall take from the plates of Nephi, and I cannot write the hundredth part of the things of my people. But behold, I shall take these plates, which contain these prophesyings and revelations, and put them with the remainder of my record, for they are choice unto me, and I know they will be choice unto my brethren." And I do this for a wise purpose, for thus it whispereth me, according to the workings of the Spirit of the Lord which is in me. 
And now I do not know all things, but the Lord knoweth all things which are to come. Wherefore, he worketh in me to do according to his will. And my prayer to God is concerning my brethren, that they may once again come to the knowledge of God, yea, the redemption of Christ, that they may once again be a delightsome people. And now I, Moroni, proceeded to finish out my record, which I take from the plates of Nephi, and I make it according to the knowledge and the understanding which God has given me. Wherefore, it came to pass that after Amalekai had delivered up these plates into the hands of King Benjamin, he took them and put them with the other plates, which contained records which had been handed down by the kings, from generation to generation until the days of King Benjamin. And they were handed down from King Benjamin from generation to generation until they have fallen into my hands. And I, Mormon, pray to God that they may be preserved from this time henceforth. And I know that they will be preserved. For there are great things written upon them, out of which my people and their brethren shall be judged at the great and last day, according to the word of God which is written. And now concerning this King Benjamin, he had somewhat of contentions among his own people. And it came to pass also that the armies of the Lamanites came down out of the land of Nephi to battle against his people. But behold, King Benjamin gathered together his armies, and he did stand against them, and he did fight with the strength of his own arm, with the sword of Laban. And in the strength of the Lord they did contend against their enemies, until they had slain many thousands of the Lamanites. And it came to pass that they did contend against the Lamanites until they had driven them all out of all the lands of their inheritance. And it came to pass that after there had been false Christs, and their mouths had been shut, and they punished according to their crimes, and after there had been false prophets and false preachers and teachers among the people, and all these having been punished according to their crimes, and after there having much contention and many dissensions away unto the Lamanites, behold, it came to pass that King Benjamin, with the assistance of the holy prophets who were among his people, behold, King Benjamin was a holy man, and he did reign over his people in righteousness, and there were many holy men in the land, and they did speak the word of God with power and with authority. And they did use much sharpness because of the stiff-neckedness of the people. Wherefore, with the help of these, King Benjamin, by laboring with all the might of his body and the faculty of his whole soul, and also the prophets, did once more establish peace in the land. The Book of Mosiah Chapter 1. King Benjamin teaches his sons the language and prophecies of their fathers. Their religion and civilization have been preserved because of the records kept on the various plates. Mosiah is chosen as king and is given custody of the records and other things. About 130 to 124 BC. And now there is no more contention in all the land of Zarahemla among all the people who belonged to King Benjamin, so that King Benjamin had continual peace all the remainder of his days. And it came to pass that he had three sons, and he called the he called their names Mosiah and Helorum and Helaman, and he caused that they should be taught in all the language of their of his fathers, that thereby they might become men of understanding, and that they might know concerning the prophecies which had been spoken by the mouths of their fathers, which were delivered uh, which were delivered them by the hand of the Lord. 
And he also taught them concerning the records which were engraven on the plates of brass, saying, My sons, I would that ye should remember that were it not for these plates, which con- which contain these records and these commandments, we must have suffered in ignorance, even at this present time not knowing the mysteries of God. For it were not possible that our father Lehi could have remembered all these things, to have taught them to his children, except it were for the help of these plates. For he, having been taught in the language of the Egyptians, therefore he could read these engravings and teach them to his children, that thereby they could teach them to their own children, and so fulfilling the commandments of God, even down to this present time. I say unto you, my sons, were it not for these things which have been kept and preserved by the hand of God, that we might read and understand of his mysteries, and have his commandments always before our eyes, that even our fathers would have dwindled in unbelief, and we should have been like unto our brethren, the Lamanites, who know nothing concerning these things, or even do not believe them when they are taught them, because of the traditions of their fathers, which are not correct. O my sons, I would that ye should remember that that these sayings were true, are true, and also that these records are true, and behold also the plates of Nephi, which contain the records and the sayings of our fathers from the time they left Jerusalem until now, and they are true. And we can know of their surety because we have seen, because we have them before our eyes. And now, my sons, I would that ye should remember to search them diligently, that ye may profit thereby, and would that ye should keep the commandments of God, that ye may prosper in the land according to the promises which the Lord made unto our fathers. And many more things did King Benjamin teach unto his sons, which are not written in this book. And it came to pass that after King Benjamin had made an end of teaching his sons, that he waxed old. And he saw that he must very soon go the way of all the earth. Therefore he thought it expedient that he should confer the kingdom upon one of his sons. Therefore he had Mosiah brought before them, and these are the words which he spake unto him, saying, My son, I would that ye should make a proclamation throughout all the land among this people, of the, or the people of Zarahemla, and the people of Mosiah who dwell in the land, that thereby they should be they may be gathered together tomorrow. For on the morrow I shall proclaim this my people out of my own mouth, that thou art a king and a ruler over this people whom the Lord our God hath given us. And moreover I shall give this people a name, and thereby they they may be distinguished above all the people which the Lord God hath brought out of the land of Jerusalem. And this I do say, this I do because they have been a diligent people in keeping the commandments of the Lord. And I give unto them a name that never shall be blotted out, except to be through transgression. Yea, and moreover I say unto you that if this highly favored people of the Lord shall fall into transgression and become a wicked and adulterous people, that the Lord will deliver them up, that thereby they become weak like unto their brethren, and he will no more preserve them by his matchless and marvelous power as he is he has hitherto preserved our fathers. For I say unto you that if he had not tangled his arm in the pers- the pr- preservation of our fathers, that they must have fallen into the hands of the Lamanites and become victims to their hatred. And it came to pass that after King Benjamin had made an end of these sayings to his sons, to his son, that he gave him charge concerning all the affairs of the kingdom. And moreover, he also gave him charge concerning the records which were graven on the plates of brass, and also the plates of Nephi, and also the sword of Laban, and the ball or director which led our father through the wilderness. 
which was prepared by the hand of the Lord, that thereby they might be led every one according to the heed and diligence which they gave unto him. Therefore, as they were unfaithful, they did not prosper nor progress in their journey, but were driven back and incurred the displeasure of God upon them, and therefore they were smitten with famine and sore afflictions to stir them up in remembrance of their duty. And now it could it pass that Mosiah went and did as his father had commanded him, and proclaimed unto all the people who were in the land of Zarahemla, that thereby they might gather themselves together to go up to the temple to hear the words which his father should speak unto them. Mosiah chapter 2. King Benjamin addresses his people. He recounts the equity, fairness, and spirituality of his region. He counsels them to serve their heavenly king. Those who rebel against God will suffer anguish like unquenchable fire. About 124 BC. And it came to pass that after Mosiah had done as his father had commanded him, and had made the proclamation throughout all the land, that the people gathered themselves together throughout all the land, that they might go up to the temple to hear the words of which King Benjamin should speak unto them. And there were a great number, even so many that they did not count, or that they did not number them. For they had multiplied exceedingly and waxed great in the land. And they also took of the firstlings of their flocks, that they might offer sacrifice and burnt offerings according to the law of Moses. And also that they might give thanks to their Lord their God, who had brought them out of the land of Jerusalem, and who had delivered them out of the hands of their enemies, and had appointed just men to be their teachers, and also a just man to be their king, who had established peace in the land of Zarahemla, who had taught them to keep the commandments of God, that they may rejoice and be filled with a love towards God and all men. And it came to pass that when they came up to the temple, they pitched their tents around about. Every man, according to his family, consisting of his wife and his sons and his daughters and their sons and their daughters, from the eldest down to the youngest, every family being separate from one another. And they pitched their tents around the temple, every man having his tent with the door thereof towards the temple. And thereby they might remain in their tents and hear the words which King Benjamin would speak unto them. For the multitude being so great that King Benjamin could not teach them all within the walls of the temple, Therefore he caused a tower to be erected, that thereby his people might hear the words which he should speak unto them. And it came to pass that he began to speak to his people from the tower, and that they could not all hear his words because of the greatness of the multitude. Therefore he caused that the words which he spake should be written and sent forth among those that were not under the sound of his voice, that they might also receive his words. And these are words which he spake, and caused them to be written, saying, My brethren, all ye that have assembled 
yourselves together. You can hear my words which I shall speak unto you this day. For I have not commanded you to come up hither, to trifle with the words which I shall speak, but that you should hearken unto me, and open your ears that ye may hear, and your hearts that ye may understand, and your minds that the mysterious mysteries of God may be unfolded to your view. I have not commanded you to come up hither, that ye should fear me, or that ye should think that I myself, I of myself, and more than a mortal, more than a mortal man. But I am like as yourselves, subject to all manner of infirmities, in body and mind. Yet I have been chosen by this people, and considered consecrated by my Father, and was suffered by the hand of the Lord, that I should be a ruler and a king over all over this people, and have been kept and preserved by his matchless power to serve you with all the might, mind, strength, which the Lord hath granted me, granted unto me. I say unto you, that as I have been suffered to spend my days in your service, even up to this time, and have not sought gold nor silver nor any manner of riches of you, neither have I suffered that ye should be confined in dungeons, dungeons, nor that ye should make the, make slaves one of another nor that ye should murder, or plunder, or steal, or commit adultery, nor even have I suffered that ye should commit any manner of wickedness, and have taught you that ye should keep the commandments of the Lord, and all which, hath, which he hath commanded you. And even I myself have labored with mine own hands that I might serve you, and that ye should not be laden with tax, and that there should not should nothing come upon you which was grievous to be borne. And of all these things which I have spoken, ye yourselves are witnesses this day. Yet, my brethren, I have not done these things that I might boast, neither to do I tell these things, that thereby I might accuse you. But I tell you these things, that ye may know, that I can answer a clear conscience before God this day. Behold, I say unto you, that because I say unto you, that I had spent my days in your service, I do not desire to boast. I for I have only been in the service of God. And behold, I tell you these things, that ye may learn wisdom, that ye may learn that when ye are in the service of your fellow beings, ye are only in the service of your God. Behold, ye have called me your king, and if I, whom ye call your king, do labor to serve you, then ought not ye to labor to serve one another? And behold, also, if I whom ye call your king, who has spent his day in your service, 
and yet has been in the service of God, do merit any thanks from you? How you ought to thank your heavenly King. I say unto you, my brethren, that if you should render all the thanks and praise which your whole soul has power to possess, that God who has created you, and has kept and preserved you, and has caused that ye should rejoice, and has granted that ye should live in peace one with another. I say unto you that if ye should serve him who has created you from the beginning, and as preserving you from day to day by lending you breath, that ye may live and move and do accordingly, according according to your will, your own will, and even supporting you from one moment to another. I say, if ye should serve him with all your souls, with your whole souls, yet ye would be unprofitable servants. And behold, all that he requires of you is to keep his commandments. And he has promised you that if ye would keep his commandments, ye should prosper in the land. And he never doth vary from that which he hath said. Therefore, if ye do keep his commandments, he doth bless you and prosper you. And now, in first place, in the first place, he hath created you and granted you granted unto you your lives, for which ye are indebted unto him. And secondly, he doth require that ye should do as he hath commanded you, for which ye, if ye do, he doth immediately bless you, and therefore he hath paid you. And he, ye are still in debt to him, and are and will be forever and ever. Therefore, of what have ye to boast? And now I ask, can ye say aught of yourselves? I answer you, nay. Ye cannot say that ye are even as much as the dust of the earth. Yet ye were created of the dust of the earth. But behold, it belongeth unto him who created you. And I, even I, whom ye call your king, am no better than ye yourselves are. And I am also of the dust, and ye behold that I am old, and am about to yield up this mortal frame to its mother earth. Therefore, As I said unto you, that I had served you, walking with a clear conscience before God. Even so, I at this time have caused that ye should assemble yourselves together, that I might be found blameless, and that your blood should not come upon me, when I shall stand to be judged of God, of the things whereof he hath commanded me concerning you. I say unto you, that I have caused that ye should 
assemble yourselves together, that I might rid my garments of your blood at this period of time when I am about to go down to my grave, that I might go down in my peace and my immortal spirit may join the choirs above in singing the praises of a just God. And moreover, I say unto you, that I have caused that ye should assemble yourselves together, that I might declare unto you that I can no longer be your teacher, nor your king. For even at this time my whole frame doth tremble exceedingly while attempting to speak unto you. But the Lord God doth support me. He hath suffered me that I should speak unto you, and hath commanded me that I should declare unto you this day that my son Mosiah is a king and a ruler over you. And now, my brethren, I would that ye should do as, as ye have hitherto done, as ye have kept my commandments and also the commandments of my father, and have prospered and have been kept from falling into the hands of your enemy. Even so, if ye shall keep the commandments of my, of my son, or the commandments of God, to, which shall be delivered unto you by him, ye shall prosper in the land, and your enemies shall have no power over you. But, O my people, beware, lest there shall arise contentions among you, and ye list to obey the evil spirit, which has which was spoken of my father, Mosiah. For behold, there is a woe pronounced uh, upon him who listeneth to obey that spirit. For if he listeneth to obey him, and remaineth and dieth in his sins, the same drinketh uh, damnation to his soul owner, to his own soul. For he receiveth for his wages everlasting punishment, having transgressed the law of God contrary to his own knowledge. I say unto you that there are not any among you, except it be your little children that have not been taught concerning these things, but what knoweth that ye are eternally in debt to your heavenly Father to render him all that you have and are and also have been taught concerning the records which contain the prophecies which have been spoken by the holy prophets, even down to the time our father Lehi left Jerusalem, and also that they and also that all that has been spoken by our fathers until now and behold, also, they spake that which was commanded, which was commanded them of the Lord's, therefore they are just and true. And now I say unto you, my brethren, that after ye have known and have been taught all these things, if ye should transgress and go contrary to that which has been spoken, 
that ye do withdraw yourselves from the Spirit of the Lord, that it may have no place in your guide, no place in you to guide you in wisdom's path, that ye may be blessed, prospered, and preserved. And I say unto you, that the man that doth, that doeth this, the same cometh out in open rebellion against God. Therefore he listeneth to obey the evil spirit, and becometh an enemy to all righteousness. Therefore the Lord has no place in him, for he dwelleth not in, in unholy temples. Therefore, if that man re repenteth not, and remaineth and dieth an enemy to God, he demands of divine justice, do awaken his immortal soul to, to a lively sense of his own guilt, which doth cause him to shrink from the presence of the Lord, and doth fill his breast with guilt and pain and anguish, which is like an unquenchable fire, whose flame ascendeth up forever and ever. And now I say unto you, that mercy hath no claim on that man. Therefore his final doometh, doom is to endure a never-ending torment. O oh, all ye old men, and also young men, and you little children who can understand my words, for I have spoken plainly unto you, that ye might understand, I pray that ye should awake to a remembrance of the awful situation of those that have fallen into transgression. And moreover, I would desire that ye should consider on the blessed and happy state of those that kept the commandments of God. For behold, they are blessed in all things, both temporal and spiritual. And if they hold out faith to the end, they are received into heaven, that thereby they may dwell with God in a state of never-ending happiness. O oh, remember, remember that these things are true, for the Lord God hath spoken it. Mosiah chapter 3. King Benjamin continues his address. The Lord Omnipotent shall minister among men in a tabernacle of clay. Blood shall come from every poor as he atones for the sins of the world. He is the only name whereby salvation comes. Men can put off the natural man and become saints through the atonement. The torment of the wicked shall be as a lake of fire and brimstone. And again, my brethren, I would call your attention, for I have somewhat more to speak unto you. For behold, I have things to tell you concerning that which is to come. And the things which I shall tell you are made known unto me by an angel from God. And he said unto me, Awake, and I awoke. And behold, he stood before me. And he said unto me, Awake, and hear the words which I shall tell thee. For behold, I am come to declare unto you the glad tidings of great joy. For the Lord hath heard thy prayers, and hath judged of thy righteousness, and hath sent me to declare unto thee that thou mayest rejoice, and that thou mayest declare unto thy people that they may also be filled with joy. For behold, the time cometh, and is not far distant, that with power the Lord omnipotent, who reigneth, who was and is from all eternity to all eternity, shall come down from heaven among the children of men, and shall dwell in a tabernacle of clay, and shall go forth amongst men, working mighty miracles, such as healing the sick, raising the dead, causing the lame to walk, the blind to receive their sight, and the deaf to hear, and curing all manner of diseases. 
and he shall cast out devils or the evil spirits, spirits which dwell in the hearts of the children of men. And lo, he shall suffer temptations and pain of body, hunger, thirst, and fatigue, even more than man can suffer, except it, it be unto death. For behold, blood cometh from every poor, so great shall be his anguish from the wickedness and the abominations of his people. And he shall be called Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Father of heaven and earth, the creator of, of all things from the beginning, and his mother shall be called Mary. And lo, he cometh unto his own, that salvation might come unto the children of men, even through faith on his name. And even after all this, they shall consider him a man, and say that he hath a devil, and shall scourge him, and shall crucify him. And he shall rise the third day from the dead. And behold, he standeth to judge the world. And behold, all these things are done, that a righteous judgment might come unto come upon the children of men. For behold, and also his blood atoneth for the sins of those who have fallen by the transgression of Adam, who have died not knowing the will of God concerning them, or who have ignorantly sinned. But woe, woe unto them who knoweth that he rebelleth against God. For salvation cometh to none such, except it be through repentance and faith on the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord God hath sent his holy prophets among all the children of men, to declare these things to every kindred, nation, and tongue, that thereby whosoever should believe that Christ should come, the same might receive remission of their sins, and rejoice with exceedingly great joy, even as though he had already come among them. Yet the Lord God saw that his people were a stiff-necked people, and he appointed unto them a law, even the law of Moses. And many signs and wonders and types and shadows showed he unto them concerning his coming, and also holy prophets spake unto them concerning his coming. And yet they hardened their hearts, and understood not that the law of Moses availeth nothing except it were through the atonement of his blood. And even if it were possible that little children could sin, they could not be saved. But I say unto you that they are blessed, for behold, as in Adam, or by nature, they fall, even so the blood of Christ atoneth for their sins. And moreover, I say unto you that there shall be no other name given nor any other way nor means whereby salvation can come unto the children of men only in and through the name of Christ, the Lord Omnipotent. For behold, he judgeth, and his judgment is just, and the infant perisheth not that dieth in his infancy. But men drink damnation to their own souls, except they humble themselves and become as little children, and believe that salvation was and is and is to come, in and through the atoning blood of Christ, the Lord Omnipotent. For the natural man is an enemy to God, and has been from the fall of Adam, and will be forever and ever, unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit, and putteth off the natural man, and becometh a saint, through the atonement of Christ the Lord, and becometh as a child, submissive, meek, humble, patient, full of love, willing to submit to all things which the Lord seeth fit to inflict upon him, even as a child doth submit to his father. And moreover, I say unto you that the time shall come when the knowledge of a Savior shall spread throughout every nation, kindred, tongue, and people. And behold, when that time cometh, none shall be found blameless before God, except it be little children, only through repentance and faith on the name of the Lord God Omnipotent. And even at this time, when thou shalt have taught thy people the things which the Lord thy God hath commanded thee, even then are they found no more blameless in the sight of God, only according to the words which I have spoken unto thee. And now I have spoken the words which the Lord God hath commanded me. And thus saith the Lord, they shall stand as a bright testimony against his people at the judgment day. Wherefore, they shall be judged every man according to his works, whether they be good or whether they be evil. And if they be evil, they are consigned to an awful view of their own guilt and abominations, which doth cause them to shrink from the presence of the Lord into a state of misery and endless torment, from whence 
they can no more return. Wherefore, they have drunk damnation to their own souls. Wherefore, they have drunk out of the cup of the wrath of God, which justice could no more deny unto them that it, than it could deny that Adam should fall because of his partaking of the forbidden fruit. Therefore, mercy could have no claim on them. Mercy could have claim on them no more forever. And their torment is as a lake of fire and brimstone, whose flames are unquenchable, and whose smoke ascendeth up forever and ever. Thus hath the Lord commanded me. Amen. Chapter 4. King Benjamin continues his address. Salvation comes because of the atonement. Believe in God to be saved. Retain a remission of your sins through faithfulness. Impart your substance to the poor. Do all things in wisdom and order. About 124 B.C. And now it came to pass that when King Benjamin had made an end of speaking the words which had been delivered unto him by the angel of the Lord, that he cast his eyes round about on the multitude. And behold, they had fallen to the earth, for the fear of the Lord had come upon them. And, it, and they had viewed themselves in their own carnal state, even less than the dust of the earth. And they all cried out along with one voice, saying, Oh, have mercy and apply the atoning blood of Christ that we may receive forgiveness of our sins and our hearts may be purified. For we believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who created the heaven and earth and all things, who shall come down among the children of men. And it came to pass that after they had spoken these words, the Spirit of the Lord came upon them and they were filled with joy, having received a remission of their sins, having peace of conscience because of the exceeding faith which they had in Jesus Christ, who should come, according to the words which King Benjamin had spoken unto them. And King Benjamin again opened his mouth and began to speak unto them, saying, My friends and my brethren, my kindred and my people, I would again call your attention, that ye may hear and understand the remainder of my words, which I shall speak unto you. For behold, if the knowledge of the goodness of God at this time has awakened you to a sense of your nothingness and your worthless and fallen state. I say unto you, if ye have come to a knowledge of the goodness of God and his matchless power and his wisdom and his patience and his long suffering towards the children of men and also the atonement which has been prepared from the foundation of the world, that thereby salvation might come to him that God that should put his trust in the Lord and should be diligent in keeping his commandments and continue in the faith even until the end of his life. I mean the life of a mortal body. I say that this is the man who receiveth salvation through the, the atonement which was prepared from the foundation of the world for all mankind, which ever were since the fall of Adam, or who are, or who ever shall be, even unto the end of the world. And this is the means whereby salvation cometh. And there is none other salvation save this which hath been spoken of. Neither are there any conditions whereby a man can be saved except the conditions which I have told you. Believe in God. Believe that he is in that he created all things, both heaven and in earth. Believe that he has all wisdom and all power, both in heaven and in earth. Believeth that men doth not comprehend all the things which the Lord can comprehend. And again, believe that ye must repent of your sins and forsake them and humble yourselves before God and ask in sincerity of God 
of heart that he would forgive you. And now if you believe all these things, see that ye do them. And again, I say unto you, as I have said before, that as ye have come to the knowledge of glory of God, or if ye have known of his goodness and have tasted of his love, and have received a remission of your sins, which causeth such exceedingly great joy in your souls, even so I would that ye should remember and always retain in remembrance the greatness of God, and your own nothingness, and his goodness and long suffering towards you, unworthy creatures, and humble yourselves even in the depths of humility, calling on the name of the Lord daily, and standing steadfastly in the faith of that which is to come which was spoken by the mouth of an angel. And behold, I say unto you that if ye do this, ye shall always rejoice and be filled with the love of God and always retain a remission of your sins. And ye shall grow in the knowledge of the glory of him that has created you or in the knowledge of that which is just and true. And ye will not have a mind to endure one another, but to live peacefully and to render to every man according to that which is due and you will not suffer your children that they go hungry or naked neither that you should suffer that they transgress the law of god and fight and quarrel with one another and serve the devil who is the master of sin and or who is the devil and evil spirit which hath spoken by our fathers he is being an enemy to all righteousness but you will teach them to walk in the ways of truth and sovereignness. You will teach them to love one another and to serve one another. And also you yourselves will succor those that stand in need of your succor. You will administer of your substance unto him that standeth in need. And you will not suffer that the beggar putteth up his petition to you in vain and turn him out to perish. Perhaps thou shalt say, the man has brought upon himself this misery. Therefore, I will stay my hand and will not give unto him my food, nor impart unto him of my substance that he may not suffer, for his punishments are just. But I say unto you, O man, whatsoever doeth this, the same hath great cause to repent. And except he repenteth of that which he hath done, he perisheth forever and hath no interest in the kingdom of God. For behold, are we not all beggars? Do we not all depend on the same being, even God, for all the substance which we have? We both For both food and raiment, and for gold and for silver, and for all the riches which we have of every kind? And behold, even at this time, Ye have been calling on his name and begging for a remission of your sins. And has he suffered that ye have begged in vain? Nay, ye has poured out his spirit upon you and has caused that your heart should be filled with joy and has caused that your mouth should be stopped so that ye could not find utterance. So exceedingly great was your joy. And now if God, who has created you, on whom you are dependent for your lives and all that ye have and are, doth grant unto you whatsoever ye ask that is right. In faith, believing that ye shall receive, O oh then, how ye ought to impart of the substance that ye have one unto another. And if ye judge a man for who putteth 
up his petition to you for your substance that he perish not and condemn him, how much more just will your condemnation for withholding your substance, which doth not belong to you, but to God and whom your life belongeth. And yet ye put up no petition or repent of the thing which thou hast done. I say unto you, woe be undo that man for his substance shall perish with him. And now I say these things unto those who are rich in pertaining the things of the world. And again, I say unto the poor, ye who have not and yet suffered sufficient that ye remain from day to day. I mean, all you who deny the beggar because ye have not. I would that ye say in the hearts that I give not because I have not. But if I had, I would give. And now if ye say this in your hearts, ye remain guiltless. Otherwise ye are condemned, and your condemnation is just for ye covet that ye should not receive. And now for the sake of these things which I have spoken unto you, that is, for the sake of retaining a remission of your sins from day to day, that we may walk guiltless before God, I would that ye should impart of your substance to the poor, every man according to which he hath such feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, visiting the sick, and administering to their relief, both spiritually and temporally, according to their wants. And see that all these things are done in wisdom and order, for it is not requested that man should not run faster than he has strength. And again, it is expedient that he should be diligent, that thereby he might win the prize. Therefore, all things must be, must be done in order. And I would that ye should remember that whosoever among you borroweth of this neighbor should return the thing that he borroweth according as he doth agree, or else shalt thou shalt commit sin, and perhaps that shall cause thy neighbor to commit sin also. And finally, I cannot tell you all the things whereby ye may commit sin, for there are divers, diverse ways and means, even so many that I cannot number them. But in this much I can tell you, that if ye do not watch yourselves, your thoughts and your words and your deeds, and observe the commandment of God, and continue in the faith of what ye have heard concerning the coming of our Lord, even unto the end of your lives, ye must perish. And now, O man, remember and perish not. Mosiah chapter 5 The saints become the sons and daughters of Christ through faith. They are then called by the name of Christ. King Benjamin exhorts them then them to be steadfast and immovable in good works, about 124 B.C. And it came to pass that when King Benjamin had thus spoken to his people, he sent among them, desiring to know of his people if they believed and believed the words which he had spoken unto them. And they all cried with one voice, saying, Yea, we believe all the words which thou hast spoken unto us, and also we know of their surety and truth. Because of the Spirit of the Lord, omnipotent, which has wrought a mighty change in us, or in our hearts, that we have no more disposition to do evil, but to do good continually. And we ourselves, also through the infinite goodness of God and the manifestations of His Spirit, have great views of that which is to come and were to expedient 
and were it expedient, we could prophesy of all things. And it is the faith which we have had on the, on the things which our king has spoken unto us that has brought us to this great knowledge whereby we do rejoice with such exceedingly great joy. And we are willing to enter into a covenant with our God to do his will and to be obedient to his commandments in all things that he shall command us all the remainder of our days that, that we may not bring upon ourselves a never-ending torment has, as has been spoken by the angel that we may not drink out of the cup of the wrath of God. And now these are the words which King Benjamin desired of them. And therefore we, he said unto them, Yea, ye have spoken the words that I have desired, and the covenant which ye have made is a righteous covenant. And now because of the covenant which ye have made, ye shall be called the children of Christ, his son and his daughters. For behold, this day he hath spiritually begotten you. For he say that your hearts are changed through faith on his name. Therefore ye are born of him, and have become his son and his daughters. And under his head ye are made free, and there is no other head whereby ye can be made free. There is no other name given whereby salvation cometh. Therefore I would that ye should take upon the name of Christ all you that have entered into the covenant with God, that ye should be obedient unto the end of your lives. And, if it, and it shall come to pass that whosoever doeth this shall be found at the right hand of God, for he shall know the name by which he is called. For he shall be called by the name of Christ. And it came to pass that whosoever shall not take upon him the name of Christ must be, must be called by some other name. Therefore he findeth himself on the left hand of God. And, it, and I would that ye should remember also that this is the name that I said I should give unto you that never should be blotted out, except it be through transgression. Therefore, take heed that ye do not transgress, that the name be not blotted out of your hearts. And I say unto you, I would that ye should remember to retain the name written always in your hearts, that ye are not found in the, on the left hand of God, but that ye hear and know the voice by which ye shall be called, and also the name by which ye shall call you. For now, for how knoweth a man the master whom he has not served, and who is a stranger unto him, and is far from the thoughts and intents of his heart? And again doth a man take an ass which belongeth to his neighbor, and keep him? I say unto you, Nay, he will not suffer that he shall feed among his flocks, but will drive him away, and cast, out, uh, and cast him out. I say unto you, that even so shall it be among you, if ye know that if you if ye know not the name by which ye are called, therefore I would that ye should be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in good works, and that Christ the Lord omnipotent may seal you his that ye that you may be brought to heaven, that ye may have everlasting salvation and eternal life through the wisdom and power and justice and mercy of him who created all things in heaven and in earth, who is God above all. Amen. Chapter 6. King Benjamin records the names of the people and appoints priests to teach them. Mosiah reigns as a righteous king, about 124 to 121 B.C.
And now King Benjamin thought it was expedient after having finished speaking to the people that he should take the names of all those who had entered into the covenant with God to keep his commandments. And it came to pass that there was not a soul except it were the little children, but who had entered into the covenant and had taken upon them the name of Christ. And again, it came to pass that when King Benjamin had made an end of all these things and had consecrated his son, Mosiah, to be a ruler and a king over his people and had given him all the charges concerning the kingdom and also had appointed priests to teach the people and thereby they might hear and know the commandments of God and to stir them up in remembrance of the oath which they had made. He dismissed the multitude, and they returned everyone according to their families to their own houses. And Mosiah began to reign in his father's stead, and he began to reign in the thirtieth year of his age, making in the whole about 476 years from the time that Lehi left Jerusalem. And King Benjamin lived three years, and he died. And it came to pass that King Mosiah did walk in the ways of the Lord, and did observe his judgments and his status, and did keep his commandments in all things whatsoever he commanded him. And... King Mosiah did cause his people that they should till the earth, and he also himself did till the earth, and thereby he might not become burdensome to his people, that he might do according to that which his father had done in thing, in all things. And there was no contention among all his people for this space of three years. Mosiah chapter 7. Ammon finds the land of Lehi-Nephi, where Limhi is king. Limhi's people are in bondage to the Lamanites. Limhi recounts their history. A prophet, Abinadi, had testified that Christ is the God and the Father of all things. Those who sow filthiness rape the whirlwind, and those who put their trust in the Lord will be delivered about 121 BC. And now it came to pass that after King Mosiah had had continual peace for the space of three years, he was desirous to know concerning the people who went up to dwell in the land of Lehi-Nephi or in the city of Lehi-Nephi, for his people had heard nothing from them from the time they that left the land of Zarahemla. Therefore, they wearied him with their teasings. And it came to pass that King Mosiah granted that sixteen of their strong men might go up to the land of Lehi-Nephi to inquire concerning their brethren. And it came to pass that on the morrow they started to go up, having with them one Ammon, he being a strong and mighty man, 
and a descendant of Zarahemla, and he was also their leader. And now they knew not the course they should travel in the wilderness to go up to the land of Lehi-Nephi. Therefore they wandered many days in the wilderness. Even forty days did they wander. And when they had wandered forty days, they came to a hill which is north of the land of Shillam, and there they pitched their tents. And Ammon took three of his brethren, and their names were Amalekah, Helam, and Hem. And they went down into the land of Nephi. And behold, they met the king of the people who were in the land of Nephi, and in the land of Shillam, and they were surrounded by the king's guard, and were taken, and were bound, and were committed to prison. And it came to pass, when they had been in prison two days, they were again brought before the king, and their bands were loosed, and they stood before the king, and were permitted, or rather commanded, that they should answer the questions which he should ask them. And he said unto them, Behold, I am Limhi, the son of Noah, who was the son of Zenith, who came up out of the land of Zarahemla to inherit this land, which was the land of their fathers, who was made a king by the voice of the people. And now I desire to know the cause whereby ye were so bold as to come near the walls of the city, when I myself was with my guards without the gate. And now for this cause I have suffered that ye should be preserved, that I might inquire of you, or else I should have caused that my guards should have put you to death. Ye are permitted to speak. And now when Ammon saw that he was permitted to speak, he went forth and bowed himself before the king. And rising again, he said, O king, I am very thankful before God this day that I am yet alive, and I am permitted to speak, and I will endeavor to speak with boldness. For I am assured that if ye had known me, ye would have not have suffered that I should have worn these bands. For I am Ammon, and I am, am a descendant of Zarahemla, and have come up out of the land of Zarahemla to inquire concerning our brethren, whom Zenith brought up out of that land. And now it came to pass that after Limhi had heard the words of Ammon, he was exceedingly glad and said, Now I know of a surety that my brethren who were in the land of Zarahemla are yet alive. And now I will rejoice, and on the morrow I will cause that my people shall rejoice also. For behold, we are in bondage to the Lamanites and are taxed with a tax which is grievous to be born. And now, behold, our brethren will deliver us out of our bondage, or out of the hands of the Lamanites, and we will be their slaves, for it is better that we be slaves to the Nephites than to pay tribute to the king of the Lamanites."
And now King Limhi commanded his guards that they should no more bind Ammon nor his brethren, but caused that they should go to the hill which was north of Shillam, and bring their brethren into the city, that thereby they might eat and drink, and rest themselves from the labors of their journey. For they had suffered many things. They had suffered hunger, thirst, and fatigue. And now it came to pass on the morrow that King Limhi sent a proclamation among all his people, that thereby they might gather themselves together to the temple to hear the words which he should speak unto them. And it came to pass that when they had gathered themselves together, that he spake unto them in the wise saying, O ye my people, lift up your heads and be comforted, for behold, the time is at hand, or is not far distant, when we shall no longer be in subjection to our enemies, notwithstanding our many strugglings, which we have been in vain. Yet I trust there remaineth an effectual struggle to be made. Therefore lift up your heads, and rejoice and put your trust in God, in that God who has who was the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, and also that God who brought the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt and caused that they should walk through the Red Sea on dry ground and fed them with manna that they might not perish in the wilderness. And many more things did he do for them. And again, that same God has brought our fathers out of the land of Jerusalem and has kept and preserved his people even until now. And behold, it is because of our inquities and abominations that he has brought us into bondage. And ye all are witnesses this day that Zenith, who was made king over this people, he being overzealous to inherit the land of his fathers, therefore being deceived by the cunning and craftiness of the king Laman, who having entered into a treaty with king Zenith, and having yielded up into his hands the possessions of a part of the land, or even the city of Lehi-Nephi, and the city of Shillam, and the land round about. And all this he did for the sole purpose of bringing this people into subjection, or into bondage. And behold, we at this time do pay tribute to the king of the Lamanites, to the amount of one half of our corn, and our barley, and even all our grain of every kind, and one half of the increase of our flocks and our herds, and even one half of all we have or possess, the king of the Lamanites do exact of us or our lives. And now is not the grievous to be born, and it is not this our affliction great. Now behold, how great reason we have to mourn. Yea, I say unto you, Great are the reasons which we have to mourn, for behold, how many of our brethren have been slain, and their blood has been spilt in vain, and all because of iniquity. 
For if this people had not fallen into transgression, the Lord would not have suffered that this great evil would should come upon them. But behold, they would not hearken unto his words. But there arose contentions among them, even so much that they did shed blood among themselves. And a prophet of the Lord have they slain, yea, a chosen man of God, who told them of their wickedness and abominations, and prophesied of many things which are to come, yea, even the coming of Christ. And because he said unto them that Christ was the God, the Father of all things, and said that he should take upon him the image of man, and it should be the image after which man was created in the beginning, or in other words, he said that man was created after the image of God, and that God should come down among the children of men and take upon him flesh and blood and go forth upon the face of the earth. And now, because he said this, they did put him to death, and many more things did they do which brought down the wrath of God upon them. Therefore, who wandereth that they are in bondage, and that they are smitten with sore afflictions? For behold, the Lord hath said, I will not succor my people in the day of their transgression, but I will hedge up their ways that they prosper not, and all their doings shall be as a stumbling block before them. And again, he saith, if my people shall now shall sow filthiness, they shall reap the chaff thereof in the whirlwind, and the effect thereof is poison. And again he saith, If my people shall sow filthiness, they shall rape the east wind, which bringeth immediate destruction. And now behold, the promise of the Lord is fulfilled, and ye are smitten and afflicted. But if ye will turn to the Lord with full purpose of heart, and put your trust in him, and serve him with all diligence of mind, if ye do this, he will, according to his own will and pleasure, deserve you out of bondage. Mosiah chapter 8 Ammon teaches the people of Limhi. He learns the 24th Jaredite plates. Ancient records can be translated by seers. No gift is greater than seership, about 121 BC. And it came to pass that after King Limhi had made an end of all speaking to his people, for he spake many things unto them, and only a few of them had I written in this book. He told his people all things concerning the brethren who were in the land of Zarahemla, and he caused that Ammon should stand up before the multitude and rehearse unto them all that had happened unto their brethren, for the time that Zenith went up out of the land, even until the time that he himself came up out of the land. And he also rehearsed unto them the last words which King Benjamin had taught them, and explained them to the people of King Limhi, so that they might understand all the words which he spake. 
And it came to pass that after he had done all this, the king Limhi dismissed the multitude and caused that they should return every one unto his own house. And it came to pass that he caused that the plates which contained the record of his people from the time that they had left the land of Zarahemla should be brought before Ammon, that he might read them. Now as soon as Ammon had read the record, of king, the king inquired of him to know if he could interpret languages, and Ammon told him that he could not. And the king said unto him, Being grieved from thine afflictions of my people, I caused that forty and three of my people should take a journey into the wilderness, that thereby they might find the land of Zarahemla, that they might appeal unto our brethren to deliver us out of bondage. And they were lost in the wilderness for a space of many days, yet they were diligent and found not the land of Zarahemla, but returned to this land, having traveled in the land among many waters, having discovered a land which was converse with the bones of man, men, and of breast, and was also covered with ruins of buildings of every kind, having discovered a land which had people had been people with a people who were numerous in the hosts of Israel. And for a testimony that the things that they had said are true, they have brought twenty-four plates which are filled with engravings, and they are of pure gold. And behold, also they have brought breastplates which are large, and they are of brass and copper, and they are perfectly sound. And again, they have brought swords and swords that are hit therefore have perished and the blades therefore were concurred with rust and there is no one in the land that is able to interpret the language of the engravings that are on the plates therefore i said unto thee canest thou translate and i said unto thee again knowest thou of all of any one that can translate for I am desirous that these records should be translated into our language, for perhaps they will give us knowledge of a remnant of the people who have been destroyed from whence these records came, or perhaps they will give us the knowledge of this very people who have been destroyed, and I am desirous to know the cause of their destructions. Now Ammon said unto him, I came, I can honestly tell thee, O king of a man that can translate the records, for he has wherewith that he can look and translate all records that are of the ancient date, and it is a gift from God, and these things are called interpreters, and no man can look in them except he be commanded, lest he should look for that who ought not, and he should perish. And whosoever is commanded to look in them, the same is called a seer. And people, and behold, the king 
king of the people who are in the land of Zarahemla is the man that is commanded to do these things and who has this high gift from God. And the king said that a seer is greater than in a prophet. And Ammon said that a seer is a revelator and a prophet also. And a gift which is, is greater can no man have except he who possesses the power of God, which no man can, yet a man may have great power given him from God. But a seer can know of all things which are past, and also all things which are to come, and by then shall all things be revealed, or rather shall secret things be made manifest, and hidden things which things shall come to light and the things which are not known by them and also things shall be made known by them which otherwise could not be known thus has thus god has provided a means that man through faith might work mightily mighty miracles therefore he becometh a great benefit to his fellow beings and now when Ammon had made the end of speaking these words, the king rejoiced exceedingly and gave thanks to God, saying, Doubtless a great mystery is contained within these plates, and these interpreters are doubtlessly prepared from the purpose of unfolding all such mysteries of, to the children of men. Oh, how marvelous! are these works of God, and how long doth he suffer with his people? Yea, and how blind and impenetrable are the understandings of these children of men, for they will not seek wisdom, neither do they desire that she shall she should rule over them. Yea, they are the wild flock which fleeth from the shepherd and scattereth and are driven and are devoured by the beasts of the forest. The record of Zenith, an account of his people from the time that they left the land of Zarahemla until the time that they were delivered out of the hands of the Lamanites, comprising chapters 9 through 22. Chapter 9. Zenith leads a group from Zarahemla to possess the land of Lehi-Nephi. The Lamanite king permits them to inherit the land. There is war between the Lamanites and Zenith's people, about 200 to 187 BC. I, Zenith, having been taught in all the language of the Nephites, and having had a knowledge of the land of Nephi, or of the land of our father's first inheritance, and having been sent as a spy among the Lamanites, that I might spy out their forces, that our army might come upon them and destroy them. But when I saw that which was good among them, I was desirous that they should not be destroyed. Therefore, I contended with my brethren in the wilderness, for I would that our ruler should make a treaty with them, but he being an austere and a bloodthirsty man, commanded that I should be slain, but I was rescued by the shedding of much blood. For father fought against father, and brother against brother, until the greater number of our army was destroyed in the wilderness. And we returned, those of us that were spared, to the land of Zarahemla, to relate that tale to their wives and their children. And yet, I being overzealous to inherit the land of our fathers, collected as many as were desirous to go up to possess the land, and started again on our journey into the wilderness, to go up to the land. But we were smitten with famine and sore afflictions, for we were slow to remember the Lord our God. 
Nevertheless, after many days wandering in the wilderness, we pitched our tents in the place where our brethren were slain, which was near to the land of our fathers. And it came to pass that I went again with four of my men into the city, and unto the king, that I might know the disposition of the king, and that I might know if I might go in with my people and possess the land in peace. And I went and I went in unto the king, and he covenanted with, with me that I might possess the land of Lehi-Nephi and the land of Shalom. And he also commanded that his people should depart out of the land, and I and my people went into the land, and we might possess it. And then we began to build buildings and to repair the walls of the city, yea, even the walls of the city of Lehi-Nephi and the city of Shalom. And we began to till the ground, yea, even with all manner of seeds, with seeds of corn and of wheat and of barley, and with knees and with shum and with all seeds of all manners of fruits and we did begin to multiply and prosper in the land now it was the cunning and the craftiness of king laman to bring my people into bondage that he yielded up the land that we might possess it therefore it came to pass after we had dwelt in the land for the space of twelve years that king laman began to grow uneasy lest by any means my people should wax strong in the land and that they could not overpower them and bring them into bondage Now they were a lazy and an idolatrous people, therefore they were desirous to bring us into bondage, that they might glut themselves with the labor of our hands, yea, that they might feast themselves upon the flocks of our field. Therefore it came to pass that King Laman began to stir up his people, that they should contend with my people. Therefore there began to be wars and contentions in the land. For in the thirteenth year of my reign in the land of Nephi, away on the south of the land of Shalom, where my people were watering and feeding their flocks and tilling their lands, a numerous host of Lamanites came upon them and began to slay them and take off their flocks and to take off their flocks in the corn of their fields. Yea, it came to pass that they fled all that were not overtaken, even into the city of Nephi, and did call upon me for protection. And it came to pass I did arm them with bows and with arrows, with swords and with cimeters, and with clubs and with slings, and with all manner of weapons which we could invent, and I and my people did go forth against the Lamanites to battle. Yea, in the strength of the Lord did we go forth to battle against the Lamanites, for I and my people did cry mightily to the Lord that he would deliver us out of the hands of our enemies, for we were awakened to a remembrance of the deliverance of our fathers. And God did hear our cries and did answer our prayers, and we did go forth in his might. Yea, we did, we did go forth against the Lamanites, and in one day and a night we did slay three thousand and forty-three. We did slay them even until we had driven them out of our land. And I myself, mine own hands, did help to bury their dead. And behold, to our great sorrow and lamentation, two hundred and seventy-nine of our brethren were slain. Mosiah chapter 10 King Laman dies, his people are wild and ferocious, and believe in false traditions. Zenith and his people prevail against them, about 187 to 160 BC. And it came to pass that we again began to establish the kingdom, and we again began to possess the land in peace. And I caused that there should be weapons of war made of every kind, that thereby I might have weapons for my people against the time the Lamanites should come up again to war against my people. And I set guards round about the land, that the Lamanites might not come upon us again, unawares, and destroy us. And thus I did guard my people and my flocks, and keep them from falling into the hands of our enemies. And it came to pass that we did inherit the land of our fathers for many years, yea, for the space of twenty and two years. And I did cause that the men should till the ground and raise all manner of grain and all manner of fruit of every kind. And I did cause that the women should spin and toil and work and work all manners of fine linen. 
yea, and cloth of every kind, that we might clothe our nakedness. And thus we did prosper in the land. Thus we did have continual peace in the land for the space of twenty and two years. And it came to pass that King Laman died, and his son began to reign in his stead. And he began to stir his people up in rebellion against my people. Therefore they began to prepare for war, and to come up to battle against my people. But I had sent my spies out round about the land of Shemlon, and I might discover their preparations, that I might guard against them, that they might not come upon my people and destroy them. And it came to pass that they came up upon the north of the land of Shilom with their numerous hosts, men armed with bows and with arrows and with swords and with scimitars and with stones and with slings. And they had their heads shaved that they were naked and they were girded with a leather, leathern girdle about their loins. And it came to pass that I caused that the women and children of my people should be hid in the wilderness and I also caused that all my old men that bear that could bear arms, and also all my young men that were able to bear arms, should gather themselves together to go to battle against the Lamanites. And I did place them in their ranks, every man according to his age. And it came to pass that we did go up to battle against the Lamanites. And I, even I, in my old age, did go up to battle against the Lamanites. And it came to pass that we did go up in the strength of the Lord to battle. Now the Lamanites knew nothing concerning the Lord, nor the strength of the Lord. Therefore they depended upon their own strength, yet they were a strong people as to the strength of men. They were a wild and ferocious and a bloodthirsty people, believing in the tradition of their fathers, which is this, believing that they were driven out of the land of Jerusalem because of the iniquities of their fathers, and that they were wronged in the wilderness by their brethren, and they were also wronged while crossing the sea, and again that they were wronged while in the land of their first inheritance, after they had crossed the sea, and all this because that Nephi was more faithful in keeping the commandments of the Lord. Therefore he was favored of the Lord, for the Lord heard his prayers and answered them, and he took the, le the lead of their journey in the wilderness." And his brethren were wroth with him, because they understood him not the dealings of the Lord. They were also wroth with him upon the waters, because they hardened their hearts against the Lord. And again they were wroth with him when they had arrived in the promised land, because they said that he had taken the ruling of the people out of their hands, and they sought to kill him. And again they were wroth with him, because he departed into the wilderness as the Lord had commanded him, and took the records which were engraven on the plates of brass, for they said that he had robbed them. And thus they had taught their children that they should hate them, and that they should murder them, and that they should rob and plunder them, and do all they could to destroy them. Therefore, therefore they have an eternal hatred towards the children of Nephi. For this very cause has King Laman by his cunning and lying craftiness and his fair promises deceived me that I have brought this my people up into this land, that they may destroy them. Yea, and we have suffered these many years in the land. And now I, Zenith, after having told all these things unto my people concerning the Lamanites, I did stimulate them to go to battle with their might, putting their trust in the Lord. Therefore we did contend with them face to face. And it came to pass that we did drive them again out of our land, and we slew them with a great slaughter, 
even so many that we did not number them. And it came to pass that we returned again to our own land, and my people again began to tend their flocks and to till their ground. And now I, being old, did confer the kingdom upon one of my sons. Therefore I say no more, and may the Lord bless my people. Amen. Mosiah chapter 11 King Noah rules in wickedness. He revels in riotous living with his wives and concubines. Abinadi prophesies that the people will be taken into bondage. His life is sought by King Noah, about 160 to 150 B.C. And now it came to pass that Zenith conferred the kingdom upon Noah, one of his sons. Therefore Noah began to reign in his stead, and he did not walk in the ways of his father. For behold, he did not keep the commandments of God, but he did walk after the, the desires of his own heart. And he had many wives and concubines, and he did cause his people to commit sin, and do that which was abominable in the sight of the Lord. Yea, and they did commit whoredoms and all kind of manner of wickedness. And he laid a tax of one-fifth part of all they possessed, a fifth part of their gold and of their silver, and a fifth part of their ziff, and of their copper, and of their brass, and their iron, and a fifth part of their fatlings, and also a fifth part of all their grain. And all this he did take to support himself, and his wives and his concubines, and also his priests and their wives and their concubines. Thus he had changed the affairs of the kingdom. For he put down all the priests that had been cons consecrated by his father, and consecrated new ones in their stead, such as were lifted up in the pride of their hearts. Yea, and thus they were supported in their laziness, and in their idolatry, and in their wardoms, and by the taxes which King Noah had put upon his people, thus they, did the people labor exceedingly to just support their iniquity. Yea, and they also became idolatrous, because they were deceived by the vain and flattering words of the king and priests, for they did speak flattering things unto them. And it came to pass that King Noah built many elegant and spacious buildings, and he ornamented them with fine work of wood, and of all manner of precious things, of gold, and of silver, and of iron, and of brass, and of ziff, and of copper. And he also built him a spacious palace, and a throne in the midst thereof, all of which was of fine wood, and was ornamented with gold and silver, and with precious things." And he also caused that his workmen should work all manner of fine work within the walls of the temple, of fine wood, and of copper, and of brass. And the seats which were set apart for the high priests, which were above all the other seats, did he did ornament with pure gold, and he caused a breastwork to be built before them, that they might rest their bodies and their arms upon while they should speak lying and vain words to his people." And it came to pass that he built a tower near the temple, yea, a very high tower, even so high that he could stand upon the top thereof and overlook the land of Shalom, and also the land of Shemlon, which was possessed by the Lamanites, and he could even look all over all the land round about. And it came to pass that he caused many buildings to be built in the land of Shalom, and he caused a great tower to be built on the hill north of the land of Shalom, which had been a resort for the children of Nephi at the time they fled out of the land. And thus he did do with the riches what he, which he obtained by the taxation of his people. 
And it came to pass that he placed his heart upon his riches, and he spent his time in riotous living with his wives and his concubines, and so did also his priests spend their time with their harlots. And it came to pass that he planted vineyards round about in the land, and he built wine presses, and made wine in abundance, and therefore he became a wine-bibber, and also his people. And it came to pass that the Lamanites began to come in upon his people upon small numbers and to slay them in their fields and while they were tending to their flocks and king noah sent guards round about the land to keep them off but he did not send a sufficient number and the lamanites came upon them and killed them and drove many of their flocks out of the land thus the lamanites began to destroy them and to exercise their hatred upon them and it came to pass that king noah sent his armies against them And they were driven back, or they drove them back for a time. Therefore they returned rejoicing in their spoil. And now, because of this great victory, they were lifted up in the pride of their hearts. They did boast in their own strength, saying that their fifty could stand against thousands of Lamanites. And thus they did boast and did delight in blood and the shedding of blood of their brethren. And this because of the wickedness of their king and priests." And it came to pass that there was a man among them whose name was Abinadi, and he went forth among them and began to prophesy, saying, Behold, thus saith the Lord, and thus hath he commanded me, saying, Go forth and say unto this people, Thus saith the Lord, Woe be unto this people, for I have seen their abominations and their wickedness and their whoredoms, and except they repent, I will visit them in mine anger. And except they repent and turn to the Lord their God, behold, I will deliver them into the hands of their enemies, yea, and they shall be brought into bondage, and they shall be afflicted by the hand of their enemies. And it shall come to pass that they shall know that I am the Lord their God, and am a jealous God visiting the iniquities of my people. And it shall come to pass that except this people repent and turn unto the Lord their God, They shall be brought into bondage, and none shall deliver them except it be the Lord the Almighty God. Yea, and it shall come to pass that when they shall cry unto me, I will be slow to hear their cries. Yea, I will suffer them that they may be smitten by their enemies. And except they repent in sackcloth and ashes and cry mightily to the Lord their God, I will hear not their prayers. Neither will I deliver them out of their afflictions. And thus saith the Lord, and thus hath he commanded me. Now it came to pass that when Abinadi had spoken these words unto them, they were wroth with him and sought to take away his life. But the Lord delivered them him out of their hands. Now when King Noah had heard of the words which Abinadi had spoken unto the people, he was also wroth, and he said, Who is Abinadi, that I and my people should be judged of him? Or who is the Lord that shall bring upon my people such great affliction? I command you to bring Abinadi hither, that I may slay him. For he has said these things, that he might stir up my people to anger one with another, and to raise contentions among my people. Therefore I will slay him. Now the eyes of the people were blinded, therefore they hardened their hearts against the words of Abinadi, and they sought from that time forward to take him. And King Noah hardened his heart against the word of the Lord, and he did not repent of his evil doings. Chapter 12 Abinadi is imprisoned for prophesying the destruction of the people and the death of King Noah. The false priests quote the scriptures and pretend to keep the law of Moses. Abinadi begins to teach them the Ten Commandments. 
about 148 B.C. Mosiah chapter 12 And it came to pass that after the space of two years that Abinadi came among them in disguise, that they knew him not, and began to prophesy among them, saying, Thus has the Lord commanded me, saying, Abinadi, go and prophesy unto my people, for they have hardened their hearts against my words. They have repented not of their evil doings. Therefore I will visit them in my anger. Yea, in my fierce anger will I visit them in their iniquities and abominations. Yea, woe be unto this generation. And the Lord said unto me, Stretch forth thy hand and prophesy, saying, Thus saith the Lord, It shall come to pass that this generation, because of their iniquities, shall be brought into bondage, and shall be smitten on the cheek, yea, and shall be driven by men, and shall be slain. And the vultures of the air, and the dogs, yea, the wild beasts, shall devour their flesh. And it shall come to pass that the life of King Noah shall be valued even as a garment in a hot furnace, for he shall know that I am the Lord." And it shall come to pass that I will smite this my people with a sore affliction, yea, with famine and with pestilence, and I will cause that they shall howl all the day long. Yea, and I will cause that they shall have burdens lashed upon their backs, and they shall be driven before like a dumb ass. And it shall come to pass that I will send forth hail among them, and it shall smite them, and they shall be smitten with the east wind. And insects shall pester their land and devour their grain, and they shall be smitten with great pestilence, and all this will I do because of the, their iniquities and abominations. And it shall come to pass that except they repent, I will utterly destroy them off the face of the earth, yet they shall leave a record behind them. And I will preserve them for another, gener for another nation which shall possess the land." Yea, even this will I do that I may discover the abominations of this people to another nation, to another nations. And many things did Abinadi prophesy against this people. And it came to pass that they were angry with him, and they took him and carried him bound before the king. And the king said, Behold, we have brought a man before thee who has prophesied evil concerning thy people, and saith that God will destroy them. And he also prophesieth evil concerning thy life, and saith that thy life shall be as a garment in the furnace of fire. And again he saith that thou shalt be as a stock, even as a dry stock of the field, which is run over by the beasts and trodden underfoot. And again he saith that thou shalt be as a blossom of a thistle, which when it is fully ripe, if the wind bloweth, it is driven forth upon the face of the land. And he pretendeth that the Lord hath spoken it. And he saith, All this shall come upon thee, except thou shalt repent, and this because of thine iniquities. And now, O king, what great evil hast thou done, or what great sins haves, have thy people committed, that we should be condemned of God, or judged of this man? And now, O king, behold, we are guiltless, and thou, O king, hast not sinned. Therefore this man has lied concerning you, and he has prophesied in vain. And behold, we are strong, and we shall not come into bondage, or be taken captive by our enemies. Yea, and thou hast prophesied, uh, yea, and thou hast prospered in the land, and thou shalt also prosper. Behold, here is the man, we deliver him into thy hands, Thou mayest do with him as seemeth thee good. And it came to pass that King Noah caused that Abinadi should be cast into prison, and he commanded that the priests should gather themselves together, that he might that they 
that he might hold a counsel with them what he should do with him. And it came to pass that they said unto the king, Bring him hither that we may question him. And the king commanded that he should be brought before him. And they began to question him that they might cross him, that thereby they might have wherewith to accuse him. But he answered them boldly and withstood all their questions, yea, and to their astonishment, for he did withstand them in all their questions and did confound them in all their words. And it came to pass that one of them said unto him, What meaneth the words which are written and which have been taught by our father, saying, O beautiful, upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publisheth peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publisheth salvation, that saith unto Zion, Thy God reigneth. Thy watchmen shall lift up the voice, and with the voice together shall they sing, for they shall see eye to eye when the Lord shall bring again Zion. Break forth into joy, singing together, you waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord hath comforted his people. He hath redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord hath made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. And now Abinadi said unto them, Are you priests and pretend to teach this people to understand the spirit of prophesying? And yet desire to know of me what these things mean? I say unto you, Woe be unto you for perverting the ways of the Lord. For if ye understand these things, ye have not taught them. Therefore ye have perverted the ways of the Lord. Ye have not applied your hearts to understanding. Therefore ye have not been wise. Wherefore what teach ye this people? And they said, We teach the law of Moses. And again he said unto them, if ye teach the law of Moses, why do you not keep it? Why do you set your hearts upon riches? Why do you ye commit whoredoms and spend your strength with harlots? Yea, and cause this people to commit sin that the Lord has caused to send me to prophesy against this people. Yea, even a great evil against this people. Know ye not that I speak the truth? Yea, ye know I speak the truth, and you ought to tremble before God. And it shall come to pass that ye shall be smitten of your iniquities. For ye have said that ye teach the law of Moses, and what know ye concerning the law of Moses? Does salvation come by the law of Moses? What say ye? And they answered and said that salvation did come by the law of Moses. But now Abinadi said unto them, I know if ye keep the commandments of God, ye shall be saved. Yea, if ye keep the commandments which the Lord delivered unto Moses in the Mount Sinai, saying, I am the Lord thy God, who shall be, who hath brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other God before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything in heaven above or things which are in the earth beneath. Now Abinadi said unto them, Have ye done all this? I say unto you, Nay, ye have not. And have ye taught this people that they should do all these things? I say unto you, Nay, ye have not. Mosiah chapter 13 And Abinadi is protected by divine power. He teaches the Ten Commandments. Salvation does not come by the law of Moses alone. God himself will make an atonement and redeem his people. And now when the king had heard these words, he said unto his priests, Away with this fellow and slay him. For what have we to do with him? For he is mad. 
And they stood forth and attempted to lay their hands on him, but he withstood them and said unto them, Touch me not, for God shall smite you if ye lay your hands upon me, for I have not delivered this the message which the Lord sent me to deliver. Neither have I told you that which ye requested that I should tell. Therefore God will not suffer that I should be destroyed at this time. But I must fulfill the commandments wherewith God has commanded me. And because I have told you the truth, ye are angry with me. And again, because I have spoken the word of God, ye have judged me that I am mad. Now it came to pass, after Abinadi had spoken these words, that the people of the king Noah durst not lay their hands on him, for the Spirit of the Lord was upon him. And his face shone with exceeding luster, even as Moses did well in the Mount of Sinai while speaking with the Lord. And he spake with power and authority from God, and he continued his word, saying, Ye see that ye have no, not power to slay me, therefore I finish my message. Yea, and I perceive that it cuts you into your hearts, because I tell you the truth concerning your iniquities. Yea, and my words will fill you with anger, or with wonder and amazement and with anger. Um, but I finish my message, and then it matters not whether I go, if it so be that I am saved. But this much I tell you, what you do with me after this shall be as a type and a shadow of the things which are to come. And now I read unto you the remainder of the commandments of God, for I perceive that they are not written in your hearts. I perceive that ye have studied and taught iniquity the most part of your lives. And now you remember that I said unto you, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, or any likeness of things which are in heaven above, or which are in the earth beneath, or which are in the water under the earth. And again, thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generations of them that hate me and showing mercy unto the thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day, the Sabbath of the Lord thy God shall Thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that they may that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And it came to pass that after Abinadi had made an end of these sayings, that he said unto them, Have ye taught this people that they should observe to do all these things for to keep the commandments? 
I say unto you, Nay, for if ye had, the Lord would not have caused me to come forth and to prophesy evil concerning this people. And now ye have said that salvation cometh by the law of Moses. I say unto you that it is expedient that ye should keep the law of Moses as yet. But I say unto you that the time shall come when it shall no more be expedient to keep the law of Moses. And moreover, I say unto you that salvation doth not come by the law alone, and were it not for the atonement which God himself shall make for the sins and iniquities of his people, that they must unavoidably perish, notwithstanding the law of Moses. And now I say unto you that it was expedient that there should be a law given to the children of Israel, yea, even a very strict law, for they were a stiff-necked people, quick to do iniquity and slow to remember the Lord their God. Therefore, there was a law given them, yea, a law of performances and of ordinances, a law which they were to observe strictly from day to day to keep them in remembrance of God and their duty towards them. But behold, I say unto you that all these things were types of these of types of things to come. And now did they understand the law? I say unto you, nay, they did not all understand the law, and this because of the hardness of their hearts, for they understood not that there could be there could not any man be saved except it were through the redemption of God. For behold, did not Moses prophesy unto them concerning the coming of the Messiah? Um, and that God should redeem his people? Yea, and even all the prophets who have prophesied ever since the world began, have not have they not spoken more or less concerning these things? Have they not said that God himself should come down among the children of men and take upon him the form of man and go forth in mighty power upon the face of the earth? Yea, and have they not said also that he should bring to pass the resurrection of the dead, and that he himself should be oppressed and afflicted? Chapter 14 Isaiah speaks messianically. The Messiah's humiliation and sufferings are set forth. He makes his soul an offering for sin and makes intercession for transgressors. Compare Isaiah 53, about 148 B.C. Yea, even doth not Isaiah say, Who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness, and when we sh shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs, and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him, stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, with his stripes we are healed. And we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquities of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his shears as is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off 
out of this land of the living. For the transgressions of my people he was stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had done no evil, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief, when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. He shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied by his knowledge. Shall my righteousness, righteous servant, justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sins of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Mosiah chapter 15, how Christ is both the Father and the Son, he shall make intercession and bear the transgressions of his people, they and all the holy prophets of his seed, he bringeth to pass the resurrection, little children have eternal life. And now Abinadi said unto them, I would that ye should understand the God himself shall come down among the children of men and shall redeem his people. Because he dwelleth in flesh, he shall be called the Son of God. And having subjected the flesh to the will of the Father, being the Father and the Son. The Father, because he was conceived by the power of God, and the Son because of the flesh, thus becoming the Father and the Son. And they are not, and they are one God, yea, the very eternal eternal Father of the heaven of earth. And thus the flesh becoming subject to the spirit of, or the Son to the Father, being one God, suffereth temptation and yieldeth not to the temptation, but suffereth himself to be mocked and scourged and cast out and disowned by his people. And after all this, after working many mighty miracles among the children of men, he shall be led, yea, even as Isaiah said, as a sheep before the shear. The shearer is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. Yea, even so he shall be led, crucified and slain, the flesh becoming subject even unto death, the will of the Son being swallowed up in the will of the Father. And thus God breaketh the bands of death, having gained the victory over death, giving the Son power to make intercession for the children of men. Having ascended into heaven, having the bowels of mercy, being filled with compassion towards the children of men, standing betwixt them and justice, having broken the bands of death, taking upon himself their iniquity and their transgressions, having redeemed them and satisfied the demands of justice. And now I say unto you, who shall declare his generation? Behold, I say unto you that when his soul has been made an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. And now what say ye, and who shall be his seed? Behold, I say unto you that whosoever was heard the words of the prophets, yea, all the holy prophets who have prophesied concerning the 
coming of the Lord, I send to you that all those that all those who have hearkened unto their words and believed that the Lord would redeem his people and that have looked forward to that day for a remission of their sins, I say unto you that they are his seed, or they are the heirs of the kingdom of God. For these are they whose sins he has borne. These are they for whom he has died to redeem their to redeem them from their transgressions. And now are they not his seed? Yea, and are not the prophets, even one that has opened his mouth to prophecy, that has not fallen into transgression? I mean all the holy prophets ever since the world began. I say unto you that you I say unto you that they are his seed, and these are they who have published peace, who have brought good tidings of good, who have published salvation, and said unto Zion, Thy God reigneth. And oh, how beautiful upon the mountains where were their feet. And again, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of those that are still publishing peace. And again, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of those who shall hereafter pu- publish peace, yea, from this time henceforth and forever. And behold, I say unto you that this is not all. For, oh, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that is the founder of peace, yea, even the Lord who hath, who has des- who has redeemed his people, yea, him who have granted salvation unto his people. For were it not for the redeem, redemption which he hath made for his people, which was prepared from the foundation of the world, I say unto you, were it not for this, all mankind must have perished. But behold, the bands of death shall be broken, and the son, of, and the son reigneth, and hath power over the dead. Therefore he bringeth to pass the resurrection of the dead. And there cometh a resurrection, even a first resurrection, yea, even a resurrection of those that have been and who are and who shall be, even to the resurrection of Christ, for so shall he be called. And now the resurrection of all the prophets and all those that have believed in their words, or all those that have kept the commandments of God, shall come forth in the first resurrection, therefore they are the first resurrection." They are raised to dwell with God, who has redeemed them. Thus they have eternal life through the through Christ, who has broken the bands of death. And these are those who have part in the first resurrection. And they, and these are they that have died before Christ came, in their ignorance not having salvation declared unto them. And thus the Lord bringeth about the restoration of these, and they have a part in the first resurrection or have eternal life being redeemed by the Lord. And little children also have eternal life. But behold, and fear, and tremble before God. For ye ought to tremble, for the Lord redeemeth none such that rebel against him, and die in their sins. Yea, even all those that have perished in their sins ever since the Lord began, that have willfully rebelled against God, and have known the commandments of God, and would not keep them. These are they that have no part in the first resurrection. Therefore ought ye not to tremble? 
for salvation cometh to not none such, for the Lord hath redeemed none, none such, yea, neither can the Lord redeem such, for he cannot deny himself, for he cannot deny justice when it has its claim. And now I, and now I say unto you that the time shall come that the salvation of the Lord shall be declared to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people. Yea, Lord, thy watchmen shall lift up their voice with the voice together that shall... Yea, Lord, thy watchmen shall lift up their voice with the voice together shall they sing for... They shall see eye to eye when the Lord shall bring again Zion. Break forth into joy, sing together ye waste places of jerusalem for the lord hath comforted his people he hath redeemed jerusalem the lord hath made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our god Messiah chapter 16 god redeems men from their lost and fallen state those who are carnal remain as though there were no redemption Christ brings to pass a resurrection to endless life or to endless damnation, about 148 B.C. And now it came to pass that after Abinadi had spoken these words, he stretched forth his hand and said, The time shall come when all shall see the salvation of the Lord, when every nation, kindred, tongue, and people shall see eye to eye, and shall confess before God that his judgments are just. And then shall the wicked be cast out, and they shall have cause to howl and weep and wail and gnash their teeth, and this because they would not hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Therefore the Lord redeemeth them not, for they are carnal and devilish, and the devil has power over them. Yea, even that old serpent that did beguile our first parents, which was the cause of their fall, which was the cause of all mankind becoming carnal, sensual, devilish, knowing evil from good, subjecting themselves to the devil. Thus all mankind were lost, and behold, they would, have not, they would have been endlessly lost were it not that God redeemed his people from their lost and fallen state. Remember that he that persists in his own carnal nature and goes on in the ways of sin and rebellion against God remaineth in his fallen state, and the devil hath all power over him. Therefore, he is as though there was no redemption made, being an enemy to God, and also is the devil an enemy to God. And now, Christ had not come into the world, speaking of things to come as though they had already come, there could have been no redemption. And if Christ had not risen from the dead, or broken the bands of death, that the grave should have no victory, and that death should have no sting, there could have been no resurrection. But there is a resurrection, therefore the grave hath no victory, and the sting of death is swallowed up in Christ. He is the light and the life of the world, yea, a light that is endless, that can never be darkened, yea, and also a life which is endless, that there can be no more death. Even this mortal shall put on immortality, and this corruption shall put on incorruption, and shall be brought to stand before the bar of God, to be judged of him according to their works, whether they be good or whether they be evil. If they be good, 
to the resurrection of endless life and happiness. And if they be evil, to the resurrection of endless damnation, being delivered up to the devil who's, who hath subjected them, which is damnation, having gone according to their own carnal wills and desires, having never called upon the Lord, while the arms of mercy were extended toward them. For the arms of mercy were extended toward them, and they would not, they being warned of their iniquities, and yet they would not depart from them, and they were commanded to repent, and yet they would not repent. And now, ought ye not to tremble and repent of your sins? Remember only that only in and through Christ ye can be saved. Therefore, if ye teach the law of Moses, also teach that it is the shadow of those things which are to come. Teach them that redemption cometh through Christ the Lord, who is the very eternal Father. Amen. Chapter 17 Alma believes and writes the words of Abinadi. Abinadi suffers death by fire. He prophesies disease and death by fire upon his murderers. About 148 BC. And now it came to pass that when Abinadi had finished these sayings, that the king commanded that the priest should take him and cause that he should be put to death. And there was one among them whose name was Alma, he also being a descendant of Nephi, and he was a young man, and he believed the words which Abinadi had spoken, for he knew concerning the iniquity which Abinadi had testified against them. Therefore he began to plead with the king that he would not be angry with Abinadi, but suffer that he might depart in peace. But the king was more wroth, and caused that Alma should be cast out from among them, and sent his servants after him, that they might slay him. But he fled from before them, and hid himself that they found him not. And he, being concealed for many days, did write all the words which Abinadi had spoken. And it came to pass that the king caused that his guards should surround Abinadi and take him, and they bound him and cast him into prison. And after three days, having counseled with his priests, he caused that he should again be brought before him. And he said unto him, Abinadi, we have found an accusation against thee, and thou art worthy of death. For thou hast said, God himself should come down among the children of men, and now for this cause thou shalt be put to death, unless thou wilt recall all the words which thou hast spoken evil concerning me and my people. Now Abinadi said unto him, I say unto you, I will not recall the words which I have spoken unto you concerning this people, for they are true, and that ye may know of their surety I have suffered myself that I have fallen into your hands. Yea, and I will suffer even until death, and I will not recall my words, and they shall stand as a testimony against you. And if ye slay me, ye will shed innocent blood, and this shall also stand as a testimony against you at the last day. And now King Noah was about to release him, for he feared his word, for he feared that the judgment, judgments of God would come upon him. But the priests lifted up their voices against him, and they began, and began to accuse him, saying, He has reviled the king. Therefore the king was stirred up in anger against him, and he delivered him up, 
that he might be slain. And it came to pass that they took him and bound him and scourged his skin with faggots, yea, even unto death. And now when the flames began to scorch him, he cried unto them, saying, Behold, even as ye have done unto me, so shall it come to pass that thy seed shall cause that many shall suffer the pains that I do suffer, even the pains of death by fire, and this because they believe in the salvation of the Lord their God. And it will come to pass that ye shall be afflicted with all manner of diseases because of your iniquities. Yea, and ye shall be smitten on every hand, and shall be driven and scattered to and fro, even as a wild flock is driven by wild and ferocious beasts. And in that day ye shall be hunted, and ye shall be taken by the hand of your enemies, and then ye shall suffer as I suffer the pains of death by fire. Thus God executeth vengeance upon those that destroy his people. O God, receive my soul. And now, when Abinadi had said these words, he fell, having suffered death by fire, yea, having been put to death because he would not deny the commandments of God, having sealed the truth of his word by, words by his death. Mosiah chapter 18. Alma preaches in private. He sets forth a covenant of baptism and baptizes at the waters of Mormon. He organizes the Church of Christ and ordains priests. They support themselves and teach the people. Alma and his people free from, flee from King Noah into the wilderness, about 147 to 145 BC. And now it came to pass that Alma, who had fled from the servants of King Noah, repented of his sins and iniquities, and went about privately among the people, and began to teach the words of Abinadi. Yea, concerning that which was to come, and also concerning the resurrection of the dead, and the redemption of people, which was to be brought to pass through the power, and the sufferings, and death of Christ, and his resurrection, and ascension into heaven. And as many as would hear his word, he did teach, and he taught them privately, that it might not come to the knowledge of the king. And many did believe his words. And it came to pass that as many as did believe him, did go forth to a place which was called Mormon, having received its name from the king, being in the borders of the land, having been infested by times or seasons by wild beasts. Now there was in Mormon a fountain of pure water, and Alma resorted thither, there being near the water a thicket of small trees, where he did hide himself in the daytime from the searches of the king. And it came to pass that as many as believed him went thither to hear his words. And it came to pass, after many days, there, was a go there were a goodly number g gathered together at the place of Mormon to hear the words of Alma. Yea, they were all gathered together that believed on his word to hear him. And he did teach them, and did preach unto them repentance and redemption, and the fall on the Lord and faith on the Lord. And it came to pass that he sent to them, Behold, here are the waters of Mormon, for thus they were called. And now, as ye are desirous to come into the fold of God, and to be called his people, and are, and are willing to bear one another's burdens, that they may be light. Yea, and are willing to mourn with those that mourn, yea, and comfort those that stand in need of comfort, and to stand as witnesses of God at all times and in all things and in all places that ye may be in even until death, that ye may be redeemed of God, and be numbered with those of the first resurrection, that ye may have eternal life. Now I say unto you, if this be the desire of your hearts, what have you against being baptized in the name of the Lord, as a witness before him, and that ye have entered into a covenant with him, 
that you will serve him and keep his commandments, that he may pour out his spirit more abundantly unto, upon you. And now when the people had heard these words, they clapped their hands f for joy and exclaimed, This is the desire of our hearts. And now it came to pass that Alma took Helam, he being one of the first, and went and stood forth in water and cried, saying, O Lord, pour out thy spirit upon thy servant, that he may do this work with holiness of heart. And when he had said these words, the spirit of the Lord was upon him, and he said, Helam, I baptize thee, having authority from the Almighty God, as a testimony that ye have entered in into a covenant to serve him until you are dead, as to the mortal body. And may the spirit of the Lord be poured out upon you, and may he grant unto you eternal life through the redemption of Christ, whom he has prepared from the foundation of the world. And after Alma had said these words, both Alma and Helam were buried in the water, and they arose and came forth out of the water, rejoicing, being, fill being filled with the spirit. And again, Alma took another and went forth a second time into the water and baptized him according to the first, only he did not bury himself again in the water. At, and after this manner did he baptize every one that went forth to the place of Mormon, and they were in number about two hundred and four souls. Yea, they were baptized in the waters of Mormon and were filled with the grace of God. And they were called at the church of God, and they were called the church of God, or the church of Christ, from that time forward. And it came to pass that whosoever was baptized by the power and authority of God was added to his church. And it came to pass that Alma, having authority from God, ordained priests, even one priest, to every fifty other number did he ordain to preach unto them, and to teach them concerning the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And he commanded them that they should teach nothing save it were the things which he had taught, and which had been spoken by the mouth of the holy prophets. Yea, even he commanded them that they should preach nothing save it were repentance and faith on the Lord, who had redeemed his people. And he commanded them that there should be no contention one with another, but that they should look forward with one eye, having faith in one baptism, having their hearts knit together in unity, and in love towards another. And thus he commanded them to preach, and thus they became the children of God. And he commanded them that they should observe the Sabbath day, and keep it holy, and also every day they should give thanks to the Lord their God. And he also commanded them that the priests whom had, whom he had ordained should labor with their own hands for their support. And there was one day in every week that was set apart that they should gather themselves together to, to teach the people and to worship the Lord their God, and also as often as it was in their power to assemble themselves together. And the priests were not to depend upon the people for their support, but, their, but for their labor they were to receive the grace of God, that they might wax strong in spirit, having the knowledge of God, that they might that they might teach with power and authority from God. And again, Allah commanded that the people of the church should impart of their substance, every one according to that which he had. Every one according to that which he had. If he have more abundantly, he should impart more abundantly. And of him that had but little, but little should be required. And to him that had not should be given. And thus they should impart their own substance of their own free will and good desires towards God. And to those priests that stood in need, yea, and to every needy naked soul. And this he, he said unto them, having been commanded of God, and they did walk uprightly before God, imparting to one another, both temporally and spiritually, according to their needs and their wants. And now it came to pass that all this was done in Mormon, yea, by the waters of Mormon, and the forests that was near the waters of Mormon, yea, the place of Mormon, the waters of Mormon, and the forests of Mormon, how beautiful are they to the eyes of them who there came to the knowledge of their Redeemer. 
Yea, and how blessed are they, for they shall sing to his praise forever. And these things were done in the borders of the land, that, them, that they might not come to knowledge of the king. But behold, it came to pass that the king, having discovered a movement among the people, sent his servants to watch them. Therefore, on the day that they were assembling themselves together to hear the word of the Lord, they were discovered unto the king. And now the king said that Alma was stirring up the people to rebellion against him. Therefore he sent his army to destroy them. And it came to pass that Alma and the people of the Lord were apprised of the coming of the king's army. Therefore they took their tents and their families and departed into the, winter, into the, into the wilderness. And there were a number about 450 souls. Mosiah chapter 19. Gideon seeks to slay King Noah. The Lamanites invade the land. King Noah suffers death by fire. Limhi rules as tributary as a tributary monarch, about 145 to 121 BC. And it came to pass that the army of the king returned, having searched in vain for the people of the Lord. And now behold, the forces of the king were small, having been reduced, and there began to be a division among the remainder of people. And the lesser part began to breathe out threatenings against the king, and there began to be a great contention among them. And now there was a man among them whose name was Gideon, and he being a strong man and an enemy, took the king, therefore he drew his sword and sword and swore in his wrath that he would slay the king. And it came to pass that when he fought with the king and when he saw and when he and when the king saw that he was about to overpower him, he fled and ran and got upon the lower which was the tower which was near the temple. And Gideon pursued after him and was about to get upon the tower to slay the king. And the king cast his eyes around about towards the land of Shemlon. And behold, the army of the Lamanites were within the borders of the land. And now the king cried out in the anguish of his soul, saying, Gideon, spare me, for the Lamanites are upon, upon us, and they will destroy us. Yea, they will destroy my people. And now the king was not so much concerned about his people as he was about his own life. Nevertheless, Gideon did spare his life. And the king commanded the people that they should flee before the Lamanites. And he himself did go before them. And they did flee into the wilderness with their women and their children. And it came to pass that the Lamanites did pursue them, and they did overtake them, and began to slay them. Now it came to pass that the king commanded them that all men should leave their wives and their children and flee before the Lamanites. Now there were many that would not leave them, but had rather stay and perish with them. And the rest left their wives and children and fled. 
And it came to pass that who, that those who tarried what there was in their children caused that their fair daughters should stand forth and plead with the Lamanites that they would not slay them. And it came to pass that the Lamanites had compassion on them, for they were charmed with the beauty of their women. Therefore the Lamanites did spare their lives and took them captives and carried them back to the land of Nephi and granted unto them that they might that they might possess the land under the condition that they would deliver up to up King Noah into the hands of the Lamanites and deliver up their property um even one half of all they possessed one half of their gold and their silver and their precious things and thus they should pay tribute to the king of the Lamanites from year to year. And now there there was one of the sons of the king among those that were taken captive, whose name was Lamhi. And now Lamhi was desirous that his father should not be destroyed. Nevertheless, Lamhi was not ignored of the iniquities of his father, he himself being just a just man. And it came to pass that Gideon sent men into the wilderness secretly to search for the king and those that were with him. And it came to pass that they met the people in the wilderness, all save the king and his priests. Now they had sworn in their hearts that they would return to the land of Nephi, and if their wives and their children were slain, and also those who had tarried with them, that they would seek revenge and also perish with them. And the king commanded them that they should not return, and they were angry with the king, and caused that, caused that he should suffer even unto death by fire. And they were about to take priests also and put them to death, and they fled before them. And it came to pass that they were about to return to the land of Nephi, and they met the men of Gideon. And the men of Gideon told them all of all that had happened to their wives and, and their children. And the Lamanites had granted unto them that they might possess the land by paying off a, a tribute to the Lamanites off of one half of all they possessed. And the people told the men of Gideon that they had slain the king and his priests had fled from them further into the wilderness. And it came to pass that after they had ended the ceremony, that they returned to the land of Nephi rejoicing, because their wives and their children were not slain. And they told Gideon what they had done to the king. And it came to pass that the king of the Lamanites made oath unto them that his people should not slay them. And also Lamhi, being the son of the king, 
having the kingdom conferred upon him by the people, made oath unto the king of the Lamanites that his people should pay tribute unto him, even one half of all they possessed. And it came to pass that Limhi began to establish the kingdom and to establish peace, peace among his people. And the king of the Lamanites set guards round about the land that he might keep the people of Limhi in the land that they might not depart into the wilderness. And he did support his guards out of the tribute with, with which he did receive from the Nephites. And now came King Limhi did have continual peace in his kingdom for the space of two years that the Lamanites did not molest them nor seek to destroy them. Chapter 20 Lamanite daughters are abducted by the priests of Noah. The Lamanites wage war upon Lemi and his people. They were repulsed and pacified, about 145 to 123 BC. Now there was a place in Shemlon where the daughters of the Lamanites did gather themselves together to sing and to dance and to make themselves merry. And it came to pass that there was a one day of small number of them gathered to sing and to dance. And now the priests of King Noah, being ashamed to return to the city of Nephi, yeah, and also fearing that them, that the people would slay them, therefore they durst not return to their wives and their children. And having tarried in the wilderness, and having discovered the daughters of the Lamanites, they laid and watched them. And when there were but a few of them gathered to dance, they came forth and out of their secret places, and took them and carried them into the wilderness, yeah, twenty and four of the daughters of the Lamanites they carried into the wilderness. And it came to pass that when the Lamanites found the daughters that had been missing, they were angry with the people of Limi, for they thought it was the people of Limi. Therefore they sent their armies forth, yeah, even the king himself went before his people and they went up to the land of Nephi to destroy the people of Limhi. And now Limhi had discovered them from the tower. Even all their preparations for war did he discover. Therefore he gathered his people together and laid wait for them in the fields and in the forests. And it came to pass that when the Lamanites had come up, that the people of Limhi began to fall upon them for their waiting places and began to slay them. And it came to pass that the battle became exceedingly sore, for they fought like lions for their prey. And it came to pass that the people of Limhi began to drive the Lamanites before them. Yet they were not so half numerous as the Lamanites, but they fought for their lives, and for their wives, and for their children. Before they exerted themselves, and like dragons, they did fight. And it came to pass that they found the king of the Lamanites, among the number of their dead, yet he was not dead, having been wounded and left upon the ground, so speedy was the flight of his people. And they took him and bound up his wounds, and brought him before Limhi, and said, Behold, here is the king of the Lamanites. 
He, having received a wound, has fallen among their dead. And they have left him, and behold, we have brought him before you. And now let us slay him. But Limhi said unto them, Ye shall not slay him, but bring him hither that I may see him. And they brought him. And Limhi said unto him, What cause have ye to come up to war against my people? Behold, my people have not broken the oath that I made unto you. Therefore, why should ye break the oath which ye made unto my people? And now the king said, I have broken my oath because thy people did carry away the daughters of my people. Therefore, in my anger, I did cause my people to come up to war against thy people. And now Limhi had heard nothing concerning this matter. Therefore he said, I will search among my people, and whosoever has done this one thing shall perish. Therefore he caused a search to be made among his people. Now when Gideon had heard these things, he being the king's captain, he went forth and said unto the king, I pray thee forbear, and do not search this people, and lay not this thing to their charge. For do ye not remember the priest of thy father, whom this people sought to destroy? And are they not in the wilderness? And are they not the ones who have stolen the daughters of the Lamanites? And now behold, tell the king of these things, that he may tell his people that they may be pacified toward us. For behold, they are already preparing to come against us. And behold, also, there are but a few of us. And behold, they come with their numerous hosts, and expect, except the king doth pacify them, towards us we much perish. For are not the words of Abinadi fulfilled, which he prophesied against us, in all this, because we would because we would not hearken unto the wounds of the Lord, and turn from our iniquities? And now let us pacify the king, and we fulfill the oath which we have made unto him. For it is better that we should be in bondage than that we choose, should lose our lives. Therefore, let us put a stop to the shedding of so much blood. And now Limhi told the king all the things concerning his father, and the priests that had fled into the wilderness, and attributed the carrying away of their daughters to them. And it came to pass that the king was pacified toward his people, and he said unto them, Let us go forth to meet my people without arms, and I swear unto you with an oath that my people shall not slay thy people. And it came to pass that they followed the king and went forth without arms to meet the Lamanites. And it came to pass that they did not meet the Lamanites. And the king of the Lamanites did bow himself down before them and did plead in behalf of the people of Limhi. And when the Lamanites saw the people of Limhi, they were without arms. They had compassion on them and were pacified towards them and returned with their king in peace to their own land. Chapter 21 Limhi's people are smitten and defeated by the Lamanites. Limhi's people meet Ammon and are converted. They tell Ammon of the 24 Jaredite plates, about 122 to 121 BC. And it came to pass that Limhi and his people returned to the city of Nephi and began to dwell in the land again in peace. 
And it came to pass that after many days, the Lamanites began again to be stirred up in anger against the Nephites. And they began to come into the borders of the land round about. Now they durst not slay them because of the oath which their king had made unto Limhi, but they would smite them on their cheeks and exercise authority over them and began to put heavy burdens upon their backs and drive them as they would a dumb ass. Yea, all this was done that the word of the Lord might be fulfilled. And now the afflictions of the Nephites were great, and there was no way that they could deliver themselves out of their hands for the Lamanites had surrounded them on every side. And it came to pass that the people began to murmur with the king because of their afflictions, and they began to be desirous to go against them to battle. And they did afflict the king sorely with their complaints. Therefore he granted unto them that they should do according to their desires. And they gathered themselves together again, and put on their armor, and went forth against the Lamanites to drive them out of their land. And it came to pass that the Lamanites did beat them, and drove them back, and slew many of them. And now there was a great mourning and lamentation among the people of Limhi, the widow mourning for her husband, the son and the daughter mourning for their father, and the brothers for their brethren. Now there were a great many widows in the land, and they did cry mightily from day to day, for a great fear of the Lamanites had come upon them. And it came to pass that their continual cries did stir up the remainder of the people of Limhi to anger against the Lamanites, and they went again to battle. But they were driven back again, suffering much loss. Yea, they went again even the third time, and suffered in the like manner. And those that were not slain returned again unto the city of Nephi. And they did humble themselves even to the dust, subjecting themselves to the yoke of bondage, submitting themselves to be smitten, and to be driven to and fro, and burdened according to the desires of their enemies. And they did humble themselves even in the depths of humility, and they did cry mightily to God, yea, even all the day long did they cry unto their God that he would deliver them out of their afflictions. And now the Lord was slow to hear their cry because of their iniquities. Nevertheless, the Lord did hear their cries and began to soften the hearts of the Lamanites that they began to ease their burdens, yet the Lord did not see fit to deliver them out of bondage. And it came to pass that they began to prosper by degrees in the land and began to raise grain more abundantly and flocks and herds that they did not suffer with hunger. Now there was a great number of women, more than there was of men. Therefore, King Limhi commanded that every man should impart to the support of the widows and their children, that they might not perish with hunger. And this they did because of the greatness of their number that had been slain. Now the people of Limhi kept together in a body as much as it was possible, and secured their grain and their flocks. And the king himself did not trust his person without the walls of the city, unless he took his guards with him, fearing that he might by some means fall into the hands of the Lamanites. And he caused that his people should watch the land round about, that by some means they might take those priests that fled into the wilderness, who had stolen the daughters of the Lamanites, and that had caused such a great destruction to come upon them. For they were desirous to take them, that they might punish them, 
for they had come into the land of Nephi by night, and carried off their grain and many of their precious things, therefore they laid wait for them. And it came to pass that there was no more disturbance between the Lamanites and the people of Limhi, even until the time that Ammon and his brethren came into the land. And the king, having been without the gates of the city with his guard, discovered Ammon and his brethren, and supposing them to be priests of Noah, therefore he caused that they should be taken and bound and cast into prison. And had they been the priests of Noah, he would have caused that they should be put to death. But when he found that they were not, but that they were his brethren, and had come from the land of Zarahemla, he was filled with exceedingly great joy. Now King Limhi had sent, previous to the coming of Ammon, a small number of men to search for the land of Zarahemla, but they could not find it, and they were lost in the wilderness. Nevertheless, they did find a land which had been peopled, yea, a land which was covered with dry bones, yea, a land which had been peopled and which had been destroyed, and they, having supposed it to be the land of Zarahemla, returned to the land of Nephi, having arrived in the borders of the land not many days before the coming of Ammon. And they brought a record with them, even a record of the people whose bones they had found, and it was engraven on plates of ore. And now Limhi was again filled with joy on learning from the mouth of Ammon that King Mosiah had a gift from God, whereby he could interpret such engravings, yea, and Ammon also did rejoice. Yet Ammon and his brethren were filled with sorrow, because so many of their brethren had been slain, and also that King Noah and his priest had caused the people to commit so many sins and iniquities against God. And they also did mourn for the death of Abinadi, and also for the departure of Alma and the people that went with him who had formed a church of God through the strength and power of God, and faith on the words which had been spoken by Abinadi. Yea, they did mourn for their departure, for they knew not whither they had fled. Now they would have gladly joined with them, for they themselves had entered into a covenant with God to serve him and keep his commandments. And now since the coming of Ammon, King Limhi had also entered into a covenant with God, and also many of his people, to serve him and keep his commandments. And it came to pass that King Limhi and many of his people were desirous to be baptized, but there was none in the land that had authority from God, and Ammon declined doing this thing, considering himself an unworthy servant. Therefore they did not at that time form themselves into a church, waiting upon the Spirit of the Lord, now they were desirous to become even as Alma and his brethren, who had fled into the wilderness. They were desirous to be baptized as a witness and a testimony that they were willing to serve God with all their hearts. Nevertheless, they did prolong the time, and an account of their baptism shall be given hereafter. And now all the study of Ammon and his people, and King Lemhi and his people, was to deliver themselves out of the hands of the Lamanites, and from bondage. Chapter 22 Plans are made for the people to escape from Lamanite bondage. The Lamanites are made drunk. The people escape, return to Zarahemla, and become subject to King Messiah. About 121 to 120 BC. 
And now it came to pass that Ammon and King Limai began to consult with the people how they should deliver themselves out of bondage. And even they did cause that all the people should gather themselves together. And this they did that they might have the voice of the people concerning the matter. And it came to pass that they could find no way to deliver themselves out of bondage, except it were to take their women and children and their flocks and their herds and their tents and depart into the wilderness. For the Lamanites being so numerous, it was impossible for the people of Limhi to contend with them, thinking to deliver themselves out of bondage by the sword. Now it came to pass that Gideon went forth and stood before the king and said unto him, Now, O king, Thou hast hitherto hearkened unto my words many times when we have been contending with our brethren, the Lamanites. And now, O king, if thou hast not found me to be an unprofitable servant, or if thou hast hitherto listened to my words in any degree, and they have been to, of service to thee, even so I desire that thou would, wouldst listen to my words at this time, and I will be thy servant and deliver this people out of bondage. And the king granted unto him that he might speak. And Gideon said unto him, Behold the back pass, through the back wall, on the back side of the city. The Lamanites, or the guards of the Lamanites, by night are drunken. Therefore let us send a proclamation among all this people, that they may gather together their flocks and herds, that they may drive them into the wilderness by night. And I will go according to thy command, and pay the last tribute of wine to the Lamanites, and they will be drunken. And we will pass through the secret pass on the left of their camp when they are drunken and asleep. Thus we will depart with our women and our children, our flocks and our herds into the wilderness, and we will travel around the land of Shiloh. And it came to pass that the king hearkened unto the words of Gideon. And King Limahi caused that this people would, should gather their flocks together. And he sent the tribute of wine to the Lamanites. And he also sent more wine as a present unto them. And they did drink freely of the wine which King Limhi did send unto them. And it came to pass that the people of King Limhi did depart by night into the wilderness with their flocks and their herds. And they went round about the land of Shiloh in the wilderness, and bent their course towards the land of Zarahemla, being led by Ammon and his brethren. And they had taken all their gold and silver and their precious things, which they could carry, and also their provisions with them, into the wilderness, and they pursued their journey. And after being many days in the wilderness, they arrived in the land of Zarahemla, and joined Mosiah's people, and became his subjects. And it came to pass that Mosiah received them with joy, and he also received their records, and also the records which had been found by the people of Lamhi. And now it came to pass, when the Lamanites had found that the people of Lamhi had departed out of the land by night, that they sent an army into the wilderness to pursue them. And after they had pursued them two days, they could no longer follow their tracks. Therefore, they were lost in the wilderness. An account of Alma and the people of the Lord who were driven into the wilderness by the people of King Noah, comprising chapters 23 and 24. Chapter 23. Alma refuses to be king. He serves as high priest. The Lord chastens his people, and the Lamanites conquered the land of Helam, Amulon, the leader of King Noah's wicked priests rule subject to the Lamanite monarch about 145 to 121 BC. Now Alma, having been warned of the Lord's armies of King Noah, would come upon them, and having made it known to his people, therefore they gathered together their flocks and took 
of their grain and departed into the wilderness before the armies of King Noah. And the Lord did strengthen them that the people of King Noah could not overtake them to destroy them. And they fled eight days journey into the wilderness. And they came to a land, yea, even a very beautiful and pleasant land, a land of pure water. And they pitched their tents and began to till the ground and began to build buildings. Yea, they were industrious and did labor exceedingly. And the people were desirous that Alma should be their king, for he was beloved by his people. But he said unto them, Behold, it is not expedient that we should have a king. For thus saith the Lord, Ye shall not esteem one flesh above another, or one man shall not think himself above another. Therefore I say unto you, It is not expedient that ye should have a king. Nevertheless, if it were possible that ye could always have just men to be your kings, it would be well for you to have a king. But remember, the iniquity of King Noah and his priests, and I myself was caught in a snare, and did many things which were abominable in the sight of the Lord, which caused me sore repentance. Nevertheless, after much tributation, tribulation, the Lord did hear my cries, and did answer my prayers, and made me an instrument in his hands, bringing so many of you to a knowledge of his truth. Nevertheless, in this I do not glory, for I am unworthy to glory of myself. And now I say unto you, ye have been oppressed by King Noah, and have been in bondage to him and his priests, and have been brought into iniquity by them. Therefore ye were bound with the bands of iniquity. And now, as ye have been delivered by the power of God out of these bonds, yea, even out of the hands of King Noah and his people, and also from the bonds of iniquity, even so I desire that ye should stand fast in this liberty wherewith ye have been made free, and that ye trust no man to be a king over you, and also trust no one to be your teacher nor your minister, except he be a man of God, walking in his ways and keeping his commandments. Thus did Alma teach his people that every man should love his neighbor as himself, that there should be no contention among them. And now Alma was their high priest, he being the founder of their church. And it came to pass that none received authority to preach or teach except it, were it by him from God. Therefore he consecrated all their priests and their teachers, and none were consecrated except they were just men. Therefore they did watch over their people, and did nourish them with things pertaining to righteousness. And it came to pass that they began to prosper exceedingly in the land, and they called the land Helam. And it came to pass that they did multiply and prosper exceedingly with the land of Helam, and they built a city which they called the city of Helam. Nevertheless, the Lord did see, seeth fit to chasten his people, yea, he trieth their patience and their faith. Nevertheless, whosoever putteth his trust in him, the same shall be lifted up at the last day. Yea, and thus it was this people. For behold, I will show unto you that they were brought 
to bondage, and none could deliver them but the Lord their God, yea, even the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And it came to pass that he did deliver them, and he did show forth his mighty power unto them, and great were their rejoicings. For behold, it came to pass that while they were in the land of Helam, yea, in the city of Helam, while tilling the land round about, behold, an army of the Lamanites was in the borders of the land. Now it came to pass that the brethren of Alma fled from their fields and gathered themselves together in the city of Helam. And they were much frightened because of the appearance of the Lamanites. But Alma went forth and stood among them and exhorted them that they should not be frightened, but that they should remember the Lord their God and he would deliver them. Therefore they hushed their fears and began to cry unto the Lord that he would soften their hearts of the Lamanites, that they would spare them and their wives and their children. And it came to pass that the Lord did soften their hearts of the Lamanites, and Alma and his brethren went forth and delivered themselves up into their hands, and the Lamanites took possession of the land of Helam. Now when the armies of the Lamanites, which had followed after the people of King Limhi, had been lost in the wilderness for many days, and behold, they had found those priests of King Noah in a place called Amulon, and they begun to possess the land of Amulon and, began, and had begun to till the ground. Now the name of the leader of those priests was Amulon. And it came to pass that Amulon did plead with the Lamanites, and he also sent forth their wives, who were the daughters of the Lamanites, to plead with their brethren that they should not destroy their husbands. And the Lamanites had compassion on Amulon and his brethren, and did not destroy them because of their wives. And Amulon and his brethren did join the Lamanites, and they were traveling in in the wilderness, in search of the land of Nephi, when they discovered the land of Helam, which was possessed by Alma and his brethren. And it came to pass that the Lamanites promised unto Alma and his brethren that if they would show them the way which led to the land of Nephi, that they would grant unto them their lives and their liberty. But after Alma had shown them the way that led to the land of Nephi, the Lamanites, they would not keep their promise, but they set guards round about the land of Helam over Alma and his brethren. And the remainder of them went to the land of Nephi, and a part of them returned to the land of Helam, and also brought with them wives and the children of the guards who had been left in the land. And the king of the Lamanites had granted unto Amulon that he should be a king and a ruler of his people who were in the land of Helam. Nevertheless, he should have no power to do, the, to do anything contrary to the will of the king of the Lamanites. Chapter 24 Amulon persecutes Alma and his people. They are to be put to death if they pray. The Lord makes their burdens seem light. He delivers them from bondage, and they return to Zarahemla, about 145 to 120 B.C. And it came to pass that Amulon did gain favor in the eyes of the king of the Lamanites. Therefore the king of the Lamanites granted unto him and his brethren 
that they should be appointed teachers over his people, yea, even over the people who were in the land of Shemlon, and in the land of Shimlon, and in the land of Amulon. For the Lamanites had taken possession of all these lands. Therefore the king of the Lamanites had appointed kings over all of these lands. And now the name of the king of the Lamanites was Laman, being called after the name of his father. And therefore he was called King Laman. And he was king over a numerous people. And he appointed teachers of the brethren of Amulon in every land which was possessed by his people. And thus the language of Nephi began to be taught among all the people of the Lamanites. And they were a people friendly with one another. Nevertheless, they knew not God. Neither did the people of Amulon teach them anything concerning the Lord their God, neither the law of Moses, neither did they teach them the words of Abinadi. But they taught them that they should keep their record, and that they might write one to another. And thus the Lamanites began to increase in riches, and began to trade one with another, and wax great, and began to be a cunning and and wise people, as to the wisdom of the world. Yea, a very cunning people, delighting in all manner of wickedness and plunder, except it were among their own brethren. And now it came to pass that Amulon did exercise authority over Alma, his brethren, and began to persecute him, and to cause that his children should persecute their children. For Amulon knew Alma, that he had been one of the king's priests, and that he was he that believed the words of Abinadi, and was driven out before the king, and therefore he was wroth with him. For he was subject to King Laman, yet he exercised authority over them, and put tasks over them, and put taskmakers over them. And it came to pass that so great were the afflictions that they began to cry mightily to God. And Amulon commanded them that they should stop their cries, and he put guards over them to watch them, that whosoever should be found calling upon God should be put to death. And Alma and his people did not raise their voices to the Lord their God, but did pour out their hearts to him. And he did know the heart, thoughts of their hearts. And it came to pass that the voice of the Lord came to them in their affliction, saying, Lift up your heads and be of good comfort. For I know of the covenant which ye have made unto me. And I will covenant with my people and deliver them out of bondage. And I will also ease the burdens which are put upon your shoulders, that even ye cannot feel them upon your backs, even while you are in bondage. And this will I do, that ye may stand as a witness for me hereafter, and that ye may know of a surety, that I, the Lord God, do visit my people in their afflictions. And now it came to pass that the burdens which were laid upon Alma and his brethren were made light. Yea, the Lord did strengthen them, that they could bear up their burdens with ease. And they did submit cheerfully 
and with patience to all the will of the Lord. And it came to pass that so great was their faith and their patience that the voice of the Lord came unto them again, saying, Be of good comfort, for on the morrow I will deliver you out of bondage. And he said unto Alma, Thou shalt go before this people, and I will go with thee, and deliver this people out of bondage. Now it came to pass that Alma and his people in the night time gathered their flocks together, and also of their grain. Yea, even all the night time they were gathering their flocks together. And in the morning the Lord caused a deep sleep to come upon the Lamanites, yea, and all their taskmasters were in a profound sleep. And Alma and his people departed into the wilderness, where they had traveled all day. They pitched their tents in a valley, and they called the valley Alma, because he led their way in the wilderness. Yea, in the valley of Alma they poured out their thanks to God, because he had been merciful unto them, and eased their burdens, and had delivered them out of bondage, and none could deliver them except it were the Lord their God. And they gave thanks to God, yea, all their men, all their women, all their children, that they could speak, lifted their voices in the praises of their God. And now the Lord said to Alma, Haste thee and get out of this land, for the Lamanites have awakened and do pursue thee. Therefore get thee out of this land. And I will stop the Lamanites in this valley, that they come no further in pursuit of this people. And it came to pass that they departed out of this valley, and took their journey into the wilderness. And after they had been in the wilderness twelve days, they arrived in the land of Zarahemla. And King Mosiah did also receive them with joy. Chapter 25 the descendants of Mulek at Zarahemla become Nephites. They learn of the people of Alma and of Zenith. Alma baptizes Limhi and all his people. Mosiah authorizes Alma to, to organize the Church of God, about 120 B.C. And now King Mosiah caused that all the people should be gathered together. Now there were not so many of the children of Nephi or so many of those who were descendants of Nephi as they, as there were of the people of Zarahemla, who was a descendant of Mulek, and those who came with him into the wilderness. And there were not so many of the people of Nephi and of the people of Zarahemla, and there were of the Lamanites. Yea, they were not half so numerous. And now all the people of Nephi were assembled together, and also all the people of Zarahemla, and they were gathered together in two bodies. And it came to pass that Mosiah did read and cause to be read the records of Zenith to his people. Yea, he read the records of the people of Zenith from the time they left the land of Zarahemla until they returned again. And he also read the account of Alma and his brethren and all the and all their afflictions from the time they left the land of Zarahemla until the time they returned again. And now when Mosiah had made an end of reading the records, his people who tarried in the land 
were struck with wonder and amazement, for they knew not what to think, for they beheld those that had deli- that had been delivered out of bondage. They were filled with exceedingly great joy. And again, when they thought of their brethren who had been slain by the Lamanites, they were filled with sorrow and even shed many tears of sorrow. And again, when they thought of the immediate goodness of God and his power, and in delivering Alma, his brethren, out of the hands of the Lamanites and of bondage, and did raise their voices to and give thanks to God. And again, when they thought upon the Lamanites, who were their brethren in of their sinful and polluted state, they were filled with pain and anguish from the welfare of their souls. And it came to pass that those who were the children of Amulon and his brethren who had taken to wife the daughters of the Lamanites were displeased with the conduct of their fathers, and they would no longer be called by the names of their fathers. Therefore, they took up upon themselves the name of Nephi, and that they might be called the children of Nephi, and be numbered among those who were called Nephites. And now all the people of Zarahemla were numbered with the, the Nephites, and this because the kingdom had been conferred upon none but those who were descendants of Nephi. Now it came to pass that when Mosiah had made an end of speaking and reading to the people, he desired that Alma should also speak to the people. And Alma did speak unto them whether they when they were assembled together in large bodies, and he went from one body to another, preaching unto the people repentance and faith on the Lord. And he did exhort the people of Limhi and his brethren, all those that had been delivered out of bondage, uh, that they would remember that it was the Lord who did deliver them. And it came to pass that after Alma had taught the people many things, he had made an end of speaking to them that King Limhi was desirous that he might be baptized. And all his people were desirous that they may be baptized also. Therefore Alma did go forth into the water and did baptize them. Yea, he did baptize them after the manner he did his brethren in the waters of Mormon. Yea, and as many as he did baptize did belong to the church of God, and this because of their belief on the words of Alma. And it came to pass that King Mosiah granted unto Alma that he might establish churches throughout all the land of Zarahemla, and gave him power to ordain priests and teachers over every church. Now this is was done because there were so many people that they could not all be governed by one teacher, neither could they all hear the words of God in it in one assembly. Therefore he did they did assemble themselves together in different bodies being called churches, every church having the priests and their teachers, every priest preaching the word according as it was delivered unto him by the mouth of Alma. And thus Notwithstanding there being 
there being many churches, they were all one church, yea, even the church of God, there, for there was nothing preaching preached in all the churches except it were repentance and faith in God. And now there were seven churches in the land of Zarahemla, and it came to pass that whosoever were desirous to take upon them the name of Christ or of God, they did join the churches of God. And also, and they were called the people of God, and also the Lord did pour out his spirit upon them, and they were blessed and prospered in the land. Mosiah chapter 26. Many members of the church are led into sin by unbelievers. Alma has promised eternal life. Those who repent and are baptized gain forgiveness. Church members in sin who repent and confess to Alma and to the Lord will be forgiven. Otherwise, they will not be numbered among the people of the church. About 120 to 100 BC. Now it came to pass that there were many of the rising generation that could not understand the words of King Benjamin, being little children at the time he spake unto his people, and they did not believe the tradition of their fathers. They did not believe what had been said concerning the resurrection of the dead, neither did they believe concerning the coming of Christ. And now, because of their unbelief, they could not understand the word of God, and their hearts were hardened. And they would not be baptized, neither would they join the church, and they were a separate people as to their faith, and remained so even after, even in the carnal and sinful state, for they would not call upon the Lord their God. And now in the reign of Mosiah they were not half so numerous as the people of God, but because of the dissensions among the brethren they became more numerous. For it came to pass that they did deceive many with their flattering words who were in the church, and did cause them to commit many sins. Therefore it became expedient that those who committed sin that were in the church, should be admonished by the church. And it came to pass they were brought before the priests and delivered up unto the priests by the teachers, and priests brought them before Alma, who was the high priest. Now King Mosiah had given Alma the authority over the church. And it came to pass that Alma did not know concerning them, but there were many witnesses against them. Yea, the people stood and testified of their iniquity in abundance." Now there had not any such thing happened before in the church, therefore Alma was troubled in his spirit, and he caused that they should be brought before the king. And he said unto the king, Behold, here are many whom we have brought before thee, who are accused of their brethren, yea, and they have taken in diverse iniquities, and they do not repent of their iniquities, therefore we have brought them before thee, that thou mayst judge them according to their crimes." But King Mosiah said unto Alma, Behold, I judge them not. Therefore, I deliver them into the hands to be, to be judged. And now the spirit of Alma was again troubled, and he went and inquired of the Lord what he should do concerning this matter, for he feared that he should do wrong in the sight of God. And it came to pass that after he had poured out his whole soul to God, the voice of the Lord came to him, saying, Blessed art thou, Alma, and blessed are they who were baptized in the waters of Mormon. Thou art blessed because of thy exceeding faith in the words alone of my servant Abinadi. And blessed are they because of their exceeding faith in the words alone which thou hast spoken unto them. And blessed art thou because thou hast established a church among this people, and they shall be established, and they shall be my people. Yea, blessed is this people who are willing to bear my name, for in my name shall they be called, and they are mine. And because thou hast inquired of me concerning the transgressor, transgressor, thou art blessed. Thou art my servant, and I covenant with thee that thou shalt have eternal life, and that thou shalt serve me and go forth in my name, and shalt gather together my sheep. 
and he that will hear my voice shall be my sheep, and him shall ye receive into the church, and him will I also receive. For behold, this is my church, whosoever is baptized shall be baptized unto repentance, and whomsoever ye receive shall believe in my name, and him will I freely forgive. For it is I that taketh upon me the sins of the world, for it is I that hath created them, and it is I that granteth unto him that believeth unto the end a place at my right hand. For behold, in my name they are called, and if they know me, they shall come forth, and shall have a place eternally at my right hand. And it shall come to pass that when the second trump shall sound, then shall they that never knew me come forth and stand before me. And then shall they know that I am the Lord their God, that I am their Redeemer, but they would not be redeemed. And then will I confess unto them that I never knew them, and they shall depart into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Therefore I say unto you, that he that will not hear my voice, the same shall ye not receive into my church, for him will I not receive at the last day. Therefore I say unto you, Go, and whosoever transgresseth against me, him shall ye judge according to the sins which he hath committed. And if he confesses sins before thee and me, and repenteth in the sincerity of his heart, him shall ye forgive, and I will forgive him also. Yea, and as often as my people repent, will I forgive them their trespasses against me. And ye also, and shall ye shall also forgive one another your trespasses. For verily I say unto you, He that forgiveth not his neighbor's trespasses, when he says that he repents, the same hath brought himself under condemnation. Now I say unto you, Go, and whosoever will not repent of his sins, the same shall not be numbered among my people. And this shall be observed from this time forward. And it came to pass that when Alma had heard these words, he wrote them down that he might have them, and that he might judge the people of that church according to the commandments of God. And it came to pass that Alma went and judged those that had been taken in iniquity according to the word of God. And whosoever repented of their sins did confess them, and he did number among the people of the church. And those that would not confess their sins and repent of their iniquity, the same were not numbered among the people of the church, and their names were blotted out. And it came to pass that Alma did regulate all the affairs of the church, and they began again to have peace and to prosper exceedingly in the affairs of the church, walking circumspectly before God, receiving many and baptizing many. And now all these things did Alma and his fellow laborers do, who were over the church, walking in all diligence, teaching the word of God in all things, suffering all manner of afflictions, being persecuted by all those who did not belong to the church of God. And they did admonish their brethren, and they were also admonished, every one by the word of God, according to his sins, or to the sins which he had committed, being commanded of God to pray without ceasing, and to give thanks in all things. Mosiah, chapter 27. Mosiah forbids persecution and enjoins equality. Alma the Younger and the four sons of Mosiah seek to destroy the church. An angel appears and commands them to cease their evil course. Alma is struck dumb. All mankind must be born again to gain salvation. Alma and the sons of Mosiah declare glad tidings. About 100 to 92 BC. And now it came to pass that the persecutions which were inflicted on the church by the unbelievers became so great that the church began to murmur and complain to their leaders concerning the matter, and they did complain to Alma. And Alma laid the case before their king, Mosiah, and Mosiah consulted with his priests. And it came to pass that King Mosiah sent a proclamation throughout the land, round about, 
that there should not any unbeliever persecute any of those who belong to the church of God. And there is a strict command throughout all the churches that there should be no persecutions among them, that there should be an equality among all men, that they should let no pride nor haughtiness disturb their peace, that every man should esteem his neighbor as himself, laboring with their own hands for their support. Yea, and all their priests and teachers should labor with their own hands for their support, in all cases save it were in sickness or in much want, and doing these things they did abound in the grace of God. And there began to be much peace again in the land, and the people began to be very numerous, and began to scatter abroad upon the face of the earth, yea, on the north and on the south, on the east and on the west, building large cities and villages in all quarters of the land. And the Lord did visit them and prosper them, and they became a large and wealthy people. Now the sons of Mosiah were numbered among the unbelievers, and also one of the sons of Alma was numbered among them, he being called Alma, after his father. Nevertheless, he became a very wicked and an idolatrous man, and he was a man of many words, and did speak much flattery to the people. Therefore he led many of the people to do after the manner of his iniquities. And he became a great hinderment to the prosperity of the church of God, stealing away the hearts of the people, causing much much dissension among the people, giving a chance for the enemy of God to exercise his power over them. And now it came to pass that while he was going about to destroy the church of God, for he did go about secretly with the sons of Mosiah, seeking to destroy the church, and to lead astray the people of the Lord, contrary to the commandments of God, or even the king. And as I said unto you, as they were going about rebelling against God, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto them, and he descended as it were in a cloud, and he spake as it were with the voice of thunder, which caused the earth to shake upon which they stood. And so great was their astonishment that they fell to the earth, and understood not the words which he spake unto them. Nevertheless he cried again, saying, Alma, arise and stand forth, for why persecutest thou the church of God? For the Lord hath said, This is my church, and I will establish it, and nothing shall overthrow it, save it is a transgression of my people. And again the angel said, Behold, the Lord hath heard the prayers of his people, and also the prayers of his servant Alma, who is thy father, for he has prayed with much faith concerning thee, that thou mightest be brought to the knowledge of the truth. Therefore, for this purpose have I come to convince thee of the power and authority of God, that the prayers of his servants might be answered according to their faith. And now behold, can ye dispute the power of God? For behold, doth not my voice shake the earth? And can ye not also behold me before you? And I am sent from God. Now I say unto thee, Go, and remember the captivity of thy fathers in the land of Helam, and in the land of Nephi, and remember how great things he has done for them. For they were in bondage, and he has delivered them. And now I say unto thee, Alma, go thy way, and seek to destroy the church no more, that their prayers may be answered, and this even if thou wilt of thyself be cast off. Now it came to pass that these were the last words which the angel spake unto Alma, and he departed. And now Alma and those that were with him fell again to the earth, for great was their astonishment, for with their own eyes they had beheld an angel of the Lord, and his voice was as thunder which shook the earth, and they knew that there was nothing save the power of God that could shake the earth and cause it to tremble as though it would part asunder. And now the astonishment of Alma was so great that he became dumb, that he could not open his mouth, yea, and he became weak, even that he could not move his hands. Therefore he was taken by those that were with him, and carried helpless, even until he was laid before his father. And they rehearsed unto his father all that had happened unto them, and his father rejoiced, 
for he knew that it was the power of God. And he caused that a multitude should be gathered together that they might witness what the Lord had done for his son and also for those that were with him. And he caused that the priests should assemble themselves together and they began to fast and to pray to the Lord their God that he would open the mouth of Alma, that he might speak, and also that his limbs might receive their strength, that the eyes of the people might be opened to see and know of the goodness and glory of God. And it came to pass after they had fasted and prayed for the space of two days and two nights, the limbs of Alma received their strength, and he stood up and began to speak unto them, bidding them to be of good comfort. For, said he, I have repented of my sins and have been redeemed of the Lord, Behold, I am born of the Spirit. And the Lord said unto me, Marvel not that all mankind, yea, men and women, all nations, kindreds, tongues, and people, must be born again, yea, born of God, changed from their carnal and fallen state to a state of righteousness, being redeemed of God, becoming his sons and daughters. And thus they became new creatures, and unless they do this, they can in no wise inherit the kingdom of God. I say unto you, unless this be the case, they must be cast off, and this I know, because I was like to be cast off. Nevertheless, after waiting through much tribulation, repenting nigh unto death, the Lord in mercy hath seen fit to snatch me out of an everlasting burning, and I am born of God. My soul hath been redeemed from the gall of bitterness and bonds of iniquity. I was in the darkest abyss, but now I behold the marvelous light of God. My soul was racked with eternal torment, but I am snatched and my soul is pained no more. I rejected my Redeemer, and denied that which hath been spoken of by our fathers, but now that they may foresee that he will come, and that he remembereth every creature of his creating, he will make himself manifest unto all. Yea, every knee shall bow, and every tongue confess before him. Yea, even at the last day, when all men shall stand to be judged of him, then shall they confess that he is God. Then shall they confess who live without God in the world that the judgment of an everlasting punishment is just upon them, and they shall quake and tremble and shrink beneath the glance of his all-searching eye. And now it came to pass that Alma began from this time forward to teach the people, and those who were with Alma at the time the angel appeared unto them, traveling round about through all the land, publishing to all the people the things which they had heard and seen, and preaching the word of God in much tribulation, being greatly persecuted by those who were unbelievers, being smitten by many of them. But notwithstanding all this, they did impart much consolation to the church, confirming their faith and exhorting them with long-suffering and much travail to keep the commandments of God. And four of them were the sons of Mosiah, and their names were Ammon and Aaron and Omner and Himni. These were the names of the sons of Mosiah. And they traveled throughout all the land of Zarahemla, and among all the people who were under the reign of King Mosiah, zealously striving to repair all the injuries which they had done to the church, confessing all their sins, and publishing all the things which they had seen, and explaining the prophecies and the scriptures to all who desired to hear them. And thus they were instruments in the hands of God in bringing many to the knowledge of the truth, yea, to the knowledge of their Redeemer. And how blessed are they, for they did publish peace, they did publish good tidings of good, and they did declare unto the people that the Lord reigneth. Chapter 28. The sons of Mosiah go to preach to the Lamanites. Using the two seer stones, Mosiah translates the Jaredite plates, about 92 BC. Now it came to pass that after the sons of Mosiah had done all these things, they took a small number with them and returned to their father, the king, 
and desired of him that he would grant unto them that they might, if these whom they had selected, go up to the land of Nephi, that they might preach these things which they had heard, and that they might impart the word of God to their brethren, the Lamanites. That perhaps they might bring them to the knowledge of the Lord their God, and convince them of the iniquity of their fathers. And that perhaps they might cure them of their hatred towards the Nephites, and that they might go and be brought to rejoice in the Lord their God, that they might become friendly to one another, and that there should be no more contentions in all the land which the Lord their God had given them. Now they were desirous that salvation should be declared to every creature, for they could not bear that any human soul should perish. Yea, even the very thoughts that any soul should endure endless torment did cause them to quake and tremble. And thus the Spirit of the Lord did work upon them, for they were the very vilest of sinners. And the Lord saw fit in his infinite mercy to spare them. Nevertheless, they suffered much anguish of soul because of their iniquities, suffering much and fearing that they should be cast off forever. And it came to pass that they did plead with their father many days that they might go to the land of Nephi. And King Mosiah went and inquired of the Lord if he should let his sons go up among the Lamanites to preach the word. And the Lord said unto Mosiah, Let them go up, for many shall believe on their words, and they shall have eternal life, and I will deliver thy sons out of the hands of the Lamanites. And it came to pass that Mosiah granted that they might go and do according to their request. And they took their journey into the wilderness to go up to the, preach the word among the Lamanites. They shall give an account of their proceedings hereafter. Now King Mosiah had no one to confer the kingdom upon, for there was not any of his sons who would accept of the kingdom. Therefore he took the records which were engraven on the plates of brass, and also the plates of Nephi, and all the things which he had kept and preserved according to the commandments of God, after having translated and caused to be written the records which were on the plates of gold, which had been found by the people of Limhi, which were delivered to him by the hand of Limhi. And this he did because of the great anxiety of his people, for they were desi desirous beyond measure to know concerning those people who had been destroyed. And now he translated them by the means of two stones which were fastened into the two rims of a bow. Now these things were prepared from the beginning and they were handed down from generation to generation for the purpose of interpreting languages. And they had been kept and preserved by the hand of the Lord that he should discover to every creature who should possess the land the iniquities and abominations of his people. And whosoever has these things is called seer after the manner of old times. Now after Mosiah had finished translating these records, behold, it, it gave an account of the people who were destroyed from the time they were destroyed back to the building of the great tower, at the time of the Lord confounded the language of the people, and they were scattered abroad upon the face of the earth, yea, and even from that time back until the creation of Adam. Now this account did cause the people of Mosiah to mourn exceedingly, yea, they were filled with sorrow. Nevertheless, it gave them much knowledge in which they did rejoice. And this account shall be written hereafter, for behold, it is expedient that all people should know the things which are written in this account. 
And now, as I said unto you, that after the king Mosiah had done these things, he took the plates of brass and all the things which he had kept, and conferred them upon Alma, who is the son of Alma, yea, all the records, and also the interpreters, and conferred them upon him, and commanded him that he should keep and preserve them, and also keep a record of the people, handing them down from generation to another, even as they had been handed down from the time that Lehi left Jerusalem. Chapter 29 Mosiah proposes that judges be chosen in place of a king. Unrighteous kings lead their people into sin. Alma the Younger is chosen chief judge by the voice of the people. He is also the high priest over the church. Alma the Elder and Mosiah die, about 92 to 91 BC. Now when Mosiah had done this, he sent out throughout all the land among all the people, desiring to know their will concerning who should be their king. And it came to pass the voice of the people came, saying, We are desirous that Aaron thy son should be our king and our ruler. Now Aaron had gone up to the land of Nephi, therefore the king could not confer the kingdom upon him, neither would Aaron take upon him the kingdom, neither were any of the sons of Mosiah willing to take upon them the kingdom. Therefore King Mosiah sent again among the people, yea, even a written word sent he among the people. And these were the words that were written, saying, Behold, O ye my people, or my brethren, for I esteem you as such, I desire that ye should consider the cause which ye are called to consider, for ye are desirous to have a king. Now I declare unto you that he to whom the kingdom doth rightly belong has declined, and will not take upon him the kingdom. And now if there should be another appointed in his stead, behold, I fear there would rise contentions among you. And who knoweth but what my son, to whom the kingdom doth belong, should turn to be angry, and draw away a part of this people after him, which would cause wars and contentions among you, which would be the cause of shedding much blood, and perverting the way of the Lord, yea, and destroy the souls of many people. Now I say unto you, let us be wise and consider these things, for we have no right to destroy my son, neither should we have any right to destroy another, if he should be appointed in his stead. And if my son should turn again to his pride and vain things, he would recall the things which he had said, and claim his right to the kingdom, which would cause him and also this people to commit much sin. And now let us be wise and look forward to these things, and do that which will make for the peace of this people. Therefore I will be your king the remainder of my days. Nevertheless, let us appoint judges, to judge this people according to our law, and we will newly arrange the affairs of this people, for we will appoint wise men to be judges, that will judge this people according to the commandments of God. Now it is better that a man should be judged of God than of man, for the judgments of God are always just, but the judgments of man are not always just. Therefore, if it were possible that you could have just men to be your kings, who would establish the laws of God and judge his people according to his commandments, yea, if you could have men for your kings who would do even as my father Benjamin did for this people, I say unto you, if this could always be the case, then it would be expedient that you should always have kings to rule over you. And even as I myself have labored with all the power and faculties which I have possessed to teach you the commandments of God and to establish peace throughout the land, there, there should be no wars nor contentions, no stealing nor plundering nor murdering nor any manner of iniquity. And whosoever has committed iniquity, him have I punished according to the crime which he has commanded, according to the law which has been given to us by our fathers. Now I say unto you that because all men are not just, it is not expedient that ye should have a king or kings to rule over you. For behold, how much iniquity doth one wicked king cause to be committed, yea, and what great destruction! Yea, remember King Noah, his wickedness and his abominations, and also the wickedness and abominations of his people. Behold, what great destruction did come upon them, and also because of their iniquities they were brought into bondage. And were it not for the interposition of their all-wise creator, and this because of their sincere repentance, they must unavoidably remain in bondage until now. But behold, he did deliver them because they did humble themselves before him, and because they cried mightily unto him, he did deliver them out of bondage, and thus doth the Lord work with his power in all cases among the children of men, extending the arm of mercy towards them that put their trust in him. 
And now behold, I say unto you, you cannot dethrone an iniquitous king, save it be through much contention and the shedding of much blood. For behold, he has his friends in iniquity, and he keepeth his guards about him, and he teareth out the laws of those who have reigned in righteousness before him, and he trampleth under his feet the commandments of God. And he enacteth laws, and sendeth them forth among his people, yea, laws after the manner of his own wickedness, and whosoever doth not obey his laws, he causeth to be destroyed, and whosoever doth rebel against him, he will send his armies against them to war, and if he can, he will destroy them, and thus an unrighteous king doth pervert the ways of all righteousness. And now behold, I say unto you, it is not expedient that such abominations should come upon you. Therefore, choose you by the voice of this people, judges, that ye may be judged according to the laws which have been given to you by our fathers, which are correct, and which were given them by the hand of God. And now it is not common that the voice of the people desireth anything contrary to that which is right, but it is common for the lesser part of the people to desire that which is not right. Therefore, this shall ye observe and make it your law, to do your business by the voice of the people. And if the time come that the voice of the people doth choose iniquity, then is the time that, ju that the judgments of God will come upon you, yea, then is the time he will visit you with great destruction, even as he has hitherto visited this land. And now if ye have judges, and they do not judge you according to the law which has been given, ye can cause that they may be judged of a higher judge. If your higher judges do not judge righteous judgments, ye shall cause that a small number of your lower judges should be gathered together, and they shall judge your higher judges according to the voice of the people." And I command you to do these things in the fear of the Lord, and I command you to do these things, and that ye have no king, that if these people commit sins and iniquities, they shall be answered upon their own heads. For behold, I say unto you, the sins of many people have been caused by the iniquities of their kings, therefore their iniquities are answered upon the heads of their kings. And now I desire that this inequality should be no more in this land, especially among this my people. But I desire that this land be a land of liberty, and every man may enjoy his rights and privileges alike, so long as the Lord sees fit that we may live and inherit the land, yea, even as long as any of our posterity remains upon the face of the land. And many more things did King Mosiah write unto them, unfolding unto them all the trials and troubles of a righteous king, yea, all the travails of soul for their people, and also all the murmurings of the people to their king, and he explained it all unto them. And he told them that these things ought not to be, but that the burden should come upon all the people, that every man might bear his part. And he also unfolded unto them all the disadvantages they labored under by having an unrighteous king to rule over them. Yea, his iniquities and abominations, all, all the wars and contentions and bloodshed and the stealing and the plundering and the committing of whoredoms and all manner of iniquities which cannot be enumerated, telling them that these things ought not to be, that they were expressly repugnant to the commandments of God. And now it came to pass, after King Mosiah had sent these things forth among the people, they were convinced of the truth of his words. Therefore they relinquished their desires for a king, and became exceedingly anxious that every man should have an equal chance throughout all the land, yea, and every man expressed a willingness to answer for his own sins. Therefore it came to pass that they assembled themselves together in bodies throughout the land, to cast in their voices considering who should be their judges, to judge them according to the law which had been given them, and they were exceedingly rejoiced because of the liberty which had been granted unto them. And they did wax strong in love towards Mosiah, yea, they did esteem him more than any other man, for they did not look upon him as a tyrant who is seeking for gain, yea, for that lucre which doth corrupt the soul. For he had not exacted riches of them, neither had he delighted in the shedding of blood, but he had established peace in the land, and he had granted unto his people that they should be delivered from all manner of bondage. Therefore they did esteem him, yea, exceedingly beyond measure. And it came to pass that they did appoint judges to rule over them, or to judge them according to the law, and this they did throughout all the land. And it came to pass that Alma was appointed to be the first chief judge, he being also the high priest, his father having conferred the office upon him, and having given him the charge concerning all the affairs of the church.
And now it came to pass that Alma did walk in the ways of the Lord, and he did keep his commandments, and he did judge righteous judgments, and there was continual peace throughout the land. And thus commenced the reign of the judges throughout all the land of Zerhumla, among all the people who were called the Nephites, and Alma was the first and chief judge. And now it came to pass that his father died, being eighty and two years old, having lived to fulfill the commandments of God. And it came to pass that Mosiah died also, in the thirty and third year of his reign, being sixty and three years old, making in the whole five hundred and nine years from the time Lehi left Jerusalem. And thus ended the reign of the kings over the people of Nephi, and thus ended the days of Alma, who was the founder of their church.